peace and blessings. What a unique night, unique day. I think it was a unique day, something uh, different. And um, it went by fast. The day went by very, very fast. And um, yeah, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's over and uh, we're officially in the next day. If you didn't know this, shout out to everybody. Good evening, good night, good morning. Salute to you. It's a different mode today, man. It was a different mode. Uh, let me see what I've learned today. Hmm. Greed is just everything, man. Greed is everything, man. And, and you know what, man? Th this world is designed to really take advantage of what you need. You know what I mean? Like it, it. There's things that you need, and there's things that you really don't need. So the things that you need, <laughs> it's fucked up either way. They're gonna rob you one way or another. That's that's the game. Like you, you ever you ever see somebody tell you like, yo, I want to get rich. I want to do this. Yeah, man, do this, man, because people buy that shit. You know, sell this, man. It'll fuck them up, but you make money. You know, no matter what you do, it is just something that you can get out of it. Cause it's just fucked up. <laughs> Shout out to Nervin Numbers. You know what I'm saying? It no matter what it is, it's just something that is going to benefit you, but not benefit you. You know what I mean? It'll be the benefit to the person that is selling it to you. You know what I mean? So I'll give an example. It's like, well, why don't we create all these things? And what will happen is we could create this and create that. So it could be to the benefit of you. I've learned that if something is for a medicine, for example, let's just say you have something where you have a medicine. And you have something that people need. So basically, the people that are creating it, they really don't give a fuck about you. Because if they gave a fuck about you, they would make it where you would have to come back. But they want you to stay that way. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just ravaging. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. So you got to really, really watch, man, what's, what's coming for you. And... um. Be aware of that. Be aware of that in a big way. And that's what it really is. You you have to think about what everything that you do in your life, what makes sense. And that's what it's really about. Shout out to Abby Jackson. Shout out to Nervin. <laughs> Yeah, this this is this is just crazy. I got I got so many things going on. Hold on one second. Yeah, so it, it, it's 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 so much, man. And it's funny because you know today there was a a real simple thing that that kind of troubled me. And I'm watching like uh, a lot of different things, and 
you know, we 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 see this movie, uh, what was it, Black Panther? And it was supposed to have been, you know, for something for us to really learn, you know. I felt the movie was supposed to be for black people to expand and do better and all that stuff, right? But how was it to do better? Like, in other words, how did you benefit from the film? Did you benefit from the film in a way to be inspired to become a filmmaker? Or did you benefit from the film because you just enjoyed yourself for two, three hours? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you enjoy the movie? How did it expand your horizons? Who made the money? You know what I'm saying? So think about, think about their mentality. Yo, if we can make 500 million on this film, we lit. And that's really it. You know what I'm saying? Like I got all the money in the world. These motherfuckers watch our film and that's what it is. Or did it really make you become a filmmaker? Like I left the film saying that's pretty dope, but it's kind of overrated. I thought the film was dope, but I, I feel as if like I've seen millions and millions of superhero movies so I was supposed to be inspired because it was all black cast. Mm, nah, not for me. I don't know what you felt. I'm just saying what I felt. You know what I'm saying? So think about that. Hold on. Shout out to Abby Jackson. Shout out to Geechee NYC. Appreciate you. Shout out to Ransom Kissnick. What's going on? But it's not just. Shout out to JR Meadows. Meadows. <laughs> That's what we do. Meadows, what up, bro? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I wasn't it. Listen, I'm into filmmaking, but I wasn't inspired to be a filmmaker. I thought at the end of the day, I'll I tell you what was dope. I don't know if there was all there was an all black cast, but production was fucking phenomenal. I love great production. Production to me is just like how enough fuck. Like, who did you have to hire to do this? You know what I mean? And if there was brothers that was doing all that editing and shit like that, that makes this shit even dope. You know what I'm saying? More, more. So you know. They made a billion from the film. Okay, so listen to this. They made billions, right? Can somebody tell me exactly the net worth of this black motherfucker that did this movie? <laughs> I need to know. Because at the end of the day, I ain't the only one that thought he was just a black motherfucker. The bank agreed the same thing. Bank of America has more money than him, right? I want to know this, right? Seriously, what is the net worth of this black man? Somebody just give me that because this, this situation here is disturbing. I know a lot of y'all probably watching the movie. Fuck that. You know, bank of America fucked him. Yeah. That's what you probably thinking about. Not realizing that bank of America probably built your fucking whole neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Probably funded your whole neighborhood. You don't even know, but I'm not here for a defense of bank of America. And I'm not here to put down, the magnificent brother that directed this film. I just want to know his net worth. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't know if black people understand that you're black. If you were white, you would be white. Okay. Somebody tell me this net worth. Shout out to a rush. He said the movie black Panther wasn't in trailing and blacks were going, wasn't that in trailing and blacks were going to the movie theaters was worse. Yeah, it was because we were supporting it because this is what I've heard. I've heard that when you do, when you support a film the first weekend for black films, that's what Hollywood looks at. 
So Hollywood's thing is, if this movie is going to be good, they'll fund it because they know that our movies just don't do good in the box office. Okay, so, okay, $24 million net worth, right? $24 million in a film made a billion dollars. That's that's a great come up. Let's, let's just say, for Pete's sake, $25 million is basically what this man probably cleared out. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he directed other films, but this is the film I'm talking about. Okay, I got a question for y'all. Why is it every time us black people want to compare what another person does? You know, we dry snitch more than anybody. You, you understand? I'll give an example with dry snitching. This is dry snitching. You walk out the store and you didn't pay for your shit. And another motherfucker, no, the guy in front of you walked out the store and didn't pay for shit. You get practically out the store and <laughs> the, the security guard stops you. And the security guard is like, Yo, what the fuck you going? Right? Security guard is like, yo, where you going? And you're like, well, he didn't pay for it. How you let him go? And now the nigga goes and stops the nigga in the street, in the parking lot. Like, yo, you ain't come here? Yo, he said you ain't pay for this shit. And you like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yo, I seen you, big bro. Because they stopped me. No, nigga, don't try to fix it. You just dry snitch, right? Why do you think your entitlement is because of another man? You know how many foolish motherfuckers I seen today say, because I say black men need to dress better. This one dickhead goes, well, Steve Jobs can dress like that and nothing happens to him. Okay, Steve Jobs is white. Then he's like, well, Trayvon Martin, my man, Trayvon Martin died because he was a nigga with a hoodie. Black people don't trust niggas with hoodies. Niggas, when niggas rob, they wear hoodies. That's what niggas do. I don't know what goes on. Matter of fact, I've subscribed to like 20 fucking different news channels throughout the United States. When niggas is on camera, niggas wear black fucking hoodies, sometimes gray, sometimes white. That's what niggas wear. Niggas love hoodies. It is it's probably the worst fucking thing that has happened to mankind. I wear hoodies. A nigger in a hoodie is an automatic fucking suspect. A nigger in a hoodie. A hoodie. It is the most laziest. Let me tell you, what a hoodie is to a black man is what a pair of leggings is to a black bitch. I'm going to tell you the difference. Respectfully, I say bitch. Black woman... Don't dress, but we like watching them, right? We like seeing any fat asses and all that shit. You know, all that shit is all good. But this is what you got to realize, right? If I'm working in a bank knowing that niggas is scammers all fucking day, like did, I work for Chase. Not saying I do, but let's say I work for Chase. And all I notice that comes in and out that bank is niggas is scam. Do you know the scammer that doesn't get fucking noticed the nigga that dresses to impress okay a nigga that dresses to impress you come in a fucking bank dressed like steve harvey for example nobody's gonna question shit 
Niggas don't rob banks and look at niggas don't rob. Black people don't look like that when they doing robberies. Now, y'all may say, well, scammers come to the door and they may sell fake insurance policies and they may do things. Generally, black little motherfuckers don't dress. Drill niggas don't own suits. They don't do suits. They got to buy a suit. The day they get fucking tried for murder, the mother got to go out there and get them a $99 fucking suit. Niggas don't wear fucking suits. Niggas don't fucking dress. Niggas are the worst. They epitome of fucking terrible dresses all we wear is athletic fucking sneakers jeans we just want to be comfortable but we spend big money for the shit niggas will rob you to get a pair of jordans and a pair of fucking Yeezys. niggas won't rob you to get a pair of red bottoms niggas won't rob you to get a pair of loafers niggas are the worst fucking dresses on earth niggas and you know what happened when a nigga gets pulled over because he fits the description, fuck him. Fuck him. He's on his fucking own. You shouldn't have been wearing a fucking hoodie, nigga. You know what? I had a cop say to me one day, the cop said to me, I, get, I got pulled over about a week ago. Now, I ain't going to say the type of car I was driving, but a nigga car. I was driving a nigga car. Had the family in the fucking car. The cops pulled me over because I was cutting through the hood. You know, the cop told me nice coat because that nigga seen me in a fucking wool, tan, beige coat. You, I'm sitting down. The nigga said, the fucking cop said nice coat. You know why? Because they know that this ain't no ordinary nigga. You know what makes European cars look fucked up? Niggas. You know who ruined fucking Mercedes Benz? Niggas. You know who fucking ruined BMW? Niggas. You know who's fucking ruining Audi? Niggas. You know who ruined Cadillac Escalade? Niggas. You know who's fucking ruining Bentley? Niggas. You know who's fucking ruining Rolls Royce? Niggas. You know who's ruining fucking practically everything in our community? Niggas. Niggas fuck everything up. When a nigga got it, it's over. If you buy something new and niggas got it, get rid of it. If niggas is driving Benzes, go buy a fucking Cadillac. Not the, not the truck, the car. Don't buy that ghetto-ass fucking truck. Oh, well, Mexicans wear this and they play it out. No, no, nigga. When niggas wear it, it's done. Niggas don't wear suits, but I tell you this much, when a nigga's in a fucking hood, how do you get to a nigga in the hood? If you're a police officer, what's the be- who's the most intimidating fucking police officer to walk in the fucking hood? Guess who? Cops dressed in fucking suits. Not the uniform, plain clothes niggas too, but you know, they, they take it as, hey, we at war, we gonna have fun with these niggas, let's run from them. But niggas know when a fucking damn cop comes in a suit, they know that somebody's dead. Cause they're the only niggas that those are the only niggas in the fucking police department that deal with homicides is niggas that wear fucking suits. So they're walking the hood. When you see cops come out of a fucking car, you know the deal. When you see cops knocking on somebody's door, niggas is like, okay, they already know what they fucking looking for. We have not learned, man. I am so South of Bronley. I am so disappointed in this multi-millionaire that walked into a fucking bank looking like he was going to rob. Did you see this motherfucker? Did you see this motherfucker? Did you see the stupidity? First and foremost, 
son, first and foremost, it's bad enough you don't have a fucking haircut. Bad enough you're a multi-millionaire, you go into the fucking bank thinking it'll get shit done. Nigga, you so, but when you have that much of money in the fucking bank, you're supposed to walk in the bank. They're supposed to take you back to the vault because you know why? They know you are a special customer. They have a designated banker to deal with you. How in the fuck are you at the, the damn counter being a nigga? How are you doing what the fuck I do? We in two different damn t- tax brackets, nigga. You have no, you have no reason to be doing shit. You supposed to be online banking, motherfucker. How you even walking into a bank? A bank. You've produced this black movie trying to change the stratosphere for black people, and you looked like a greasy motherfucking nigga. Why would you, you got on shades. Nobody even recognizes you, bro. I didn't know who you was until today. You had on shades, a fucked up hat, a mask over your face. You didn't even have a good looking mask, nigga. You had a fucking doctor mask, the light blue one, I believe. And then you look and you had a shabby, baggy ass sweater. Nigga, you, the minute, first and foremost, I'm surprised that niggas ain't shoot you. You look, you're not dead. You are lucky you are not fucking dead. I am appalled. I am ashamed as a man. You had the audacity. You looked regular. When you had them handcuffs, it looked like it fit you because you look like a perpetrator. If a nigga came and knocked on your fucking door looking like that, would you open the fucking door? In the hood. In the fucking hood. If a nigga knocked on your door and came there with shades in the day. Well, it was daytime. He got on shades. He got a fucking damn a gardener hat on and a mask. Nigga, you wearing COVID, bro, like it was March 2020. What are you doing? What the fuck was you doing? Don't y'all realize real gangsters, fuck off. See, real gangsters, them niggas stay suited up. These major niggas in the game, these motherfucking damn cartel niggas, these niggas wear $10,000 suits. Y'all are the only niggas that dress like BMF. Y'all the only motherfuckers that do this. It's over. Harlem is over, nigga. All that shit you were seeing in Harlem, that shit started in 84 and stopped at fucking 95. It's over. What was you doing? A rush said, if dude was that paranoid, he'd get his money out Why he called ahead to the bank, had some security. Man, I think that shit was a publicity stunt. It has to be, because I didn't, you, you couldn't have produced a film, directed a film on that magnitude and be that fucking stupid. You can't do what the white man does. A white man could walk this street with a fucking mask, a burglar fucking hat and get away with it. You can't do that because you're black. I don't give a fuck if you was worth 500 million. You can't. You can't look at Puffy and fucking Jay-Z. Puffy and Jay-Z could look like bumps because they're famous. 99% of the time, people are just going to recognize who the niggas is. If a nigga pull Jay-Z over, as nappy as his fucking head is, they're going to know that's Jay-Z. They pull P. Diddy over, they're going to know that's P. Niggas don't have to listen to hip-hop to know who these niggas are, okay? You are not a, you're a public figure, but most people don't even know you. So why not just come to the fucking bank, nigga, dressed appropriate? Well, what's appropriate, Nate? I disagree. Nigga, that's exactly why niggas fuck with you. 
That's why cops fuck with you. Let me tell you something. When you dress like a grown fucking man, cops don't have the time. When you drive grown man cars, they don't pay you no fucking mind. Because they don't know who you are. It's over. This, this game is this. Listen, let's not get it fucked up. Let's not get it fucked up. I'm part of this. I'm part of this. I'm, I'm part of the comfort zone. I'm part of the, I am part of this. I am. But I also know my do's and don'ts. I know when I'm, I know when I'm going, if I'm going to the bank, nigga, nigga, if I got fucking 40,000 in the goddamn bank, I'm not walking to no fucking bank looking like that. Cause they're not going to take me serious. How are you supposed to identify yourself when you got on shades? Bad enough you got the face mask on. I understand it. You got on shades and I had what the fuck was he doing? Why did that why did that make TMZ knows to be I'm a black man? Then he's gonna tell the cop to go in my wallet and see who I am. Dude, dude people don't know you. You're not a fa- you you have to be in the industry to know who that nigga is. You don't nobody would know who the fuck it is. Niggas know today, but they didn't know. Why should they go in your wallet, bro? I'm looking crazy. Trust me when I tell you, if you was presentable, you would have never looked. What's presentable? Nigga, you know what fucking presentable is. I'm presentable now the way I fucking look. Right now. With this t-shirt. The irony is, it's a pregnant black sister bank teller that called the cops on him. If he had a suit on, she would have never... Sisters respect the suit. Ask Kevin. Yo, listen. No, 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 no. Kevin Samuels is the only fucking YouTuber that's on this. Now, some niggas be like, no, my other man's no, 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 no. He's the only voice, one fucking person. And I agree with him a thousand percent. Niggas got to fucking change clothes. If Kevin Samuels had walked in that bank with the same account, that nigga, Kevin Samuels would have probably used his fucking ID and actually has, he would have been more successful at getting his money out more than him. You hear what I said? Kevin Samuels would have been more successful. He would have been more successful getting out Ryan Coogler's money out of his account than Ryan Coogler because he looked like a fucking bum. Would you trust a nigga like that? If, if I walked out this studio and I see the nigga like that walking out in the fucking block, would you trust that? I'm not saying he should have wore a suit there. I'm saying, come on, bro. Let me use Will Smith as an example. Will Smith's the type of nigga that, well, that's not a good example because he's famous. But let's say a Will Smith type of guy. Even when Will Smith is dressed down, he don't look like no fucking bum-ass nigga. The fuck is you doing, nigga? What? That, I would never do that. I would never walk in no bank with shades of fucking dick. I don't give a fuck if I'm method man. I'm not doing that. That looks crazy. Knowing, knowing I'm a black man in society, knowing that I, I created this movie to break the stereotypes. Wh- why? What are we doing here, bro? What are we doing? Niggas ruining Jordan. They destroyed Jordan brand. Niggas destroyed. Every time you see a fucking crime on the first 48, it's a pair of Jordans on them dirty motherfuckers. Every time they catch them and the fucking dudes run up in the house, niggas got a pair. Am I lying? A pair of fucking Jordans. I want to burn every pair of fucking Jordans I own. I swear to God, I want to burn them. I hate them. Only reason why I don't want to really get rid of the shits because I, I wore them and I want to wear them down. I hate them. 
I hate them. He probably don't trust online transactions. Even if he does it, you 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 are a multi-millionaire black man. You have to specify that. A multi-millionaire black man. You can't do what Steve Jobs do. You can't do what white billionaire niggas do. You can't look like a fucking bum and think you're going to get the same respect as a white man. No, you cannot. Stop black people. Stop dry snitching. So-and-so does it. So-and-so. That's why Trayvon Martin got murdered. Especially with these white people that scared the death of us. Nigga, why would you wear a fucking hoodie? You got to think about it. We 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 contribute to that shit. You should know better. Take the fucking and, and, and mind you, at this point, I'm surprised the nigga ain't walking in with a fucking damn mask over his face, a real one. He might as well have walked in there with a Jason mask. He might as well have walked in there with a fucking uh what's the name? The hockey fucking mask. Why you ain't walk up in there with that? Stupid black motherfucker. See, a lot of times y'all think just because niggas is rich, they smart. That doesn't mean that. Niggas is rich are just consistent. That's all it means. They're not smart. This nigga's stupid. That's crazy. Bro, what are you doing? What are you, what, what, what was that? Why? Why? That's crazy. They, do you think if Dr. Dre walked into the bank with a hoodie, they would treat him different? Yes, because they would know who Dr. Dre is. She would have looked up. She would have said, oh, shit, Dr. Dre. They would have took that nigga to the back. Yo, get the fuck out of here. We're going to bring this nigga to the back because they got to get that. There's a certain window. There's a certain window that high occupancy, high-level motherfuckers deal with. There's a certain banker that's been that way for years. I mean, way before when I was a little baby, it's been that way. My father had a big business when we were kids. And, you know, fortunately shit folded. But when he was kids, he said they had a special window when he walked to the bank. You ever see them, those business owners, and they come in there with the money like the Muslims, and they be having, they, they go to a special window, and they be putting that fucking money in there quick. They be coming in with bags. You know what I'm saying? This stupid motherfucker came up in there as if he's Kanye West. Yes, Kanye West could walk in there like that because they're going to see it's Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? So to, to answer your question, Dr. Dre wouldn't even have went that far. Dr. Dre had came in there covered up like that, looking like him where you couldn't see it, where he was unrecognizable. Of course she would have called the fucking cops. She did the right thing. That nigga's stupid. He's a dumb fuck. You, you wasn't a bank nigga. Take the shades off of the fucking hat, bro. You shouldn't even be wearing your hat inside, you dumb fuck. Dumb motherfucker. Did you know you ain't supposed to wear your fucking house, your hat indoors? Look at any movie from the 1950s, 60s, 70s. Whoa, those days is over. No, you bum ass nigga. It's never over. Nobody should walk in your house with their fucking hat on. When you come in a bank, man, you're supposed to, when you, if you see a woman walk out the bank and you're walking, you're supposed to take your hat off and hold the fucking door for her. Y'all niggas be wanting to look like gangsters too much. Y'all niggas kill me. Your corporate niggas got to stop. Stop it. I'm pretty sure you're in black Hollywood, bro. You know the racism you had to deal with. Shout out to Explicit. What up, big bro? Explicit said, Carlo Gambino was a short and quiet man, but one of the most feared and respected mob bosses. Yeah, but see, that's the fly shit. Them black, black and Italian gangsters in Harlem dressed. They dressed. Them niggas was dangerous. 
Watch American Gangster. The niggas ain't look like these niggas were poor. Even the people on the streets, every look like bums now. Niggas be coming outside, and we we are literally five seconds away from wearing fucking nudity, just straight being naked. Because the girls is already fucking there. They're already there. The only niggas that's walking around half nude is gay niggas. So black motherfuckers is already wearing pajamas outside. They're wearing tennis shoes. They're wearing fucking gym clothes. Come on now. Just stop it. Stop looking like a fucking bum. That's it. It's enough is enough. Just stop looking like... I'll be seeing some of these YouTube niggas and I'm watching these niggas. With them. I'm like, damn, these niggas' houses look fucked up. I mean, wherever you live, it's not about apartment or house or whatever. I'm speaking in terms of like, yo, it looks like your room stinks. Put effort, especially y'all, man. Black brothers look like y'all, y'all, y'all really on this shit. Like, yo, I'm, I'm grown now. Nobody gonna tell me what to do. Yeah, nigga, somebody need to tell you what to do. You dirty fuck. If you live in a fucking man's shelter, they would tell you we gonna kick your ass out of this bitch if you don't keep it together. Keep it together. You gotta wash your ass, shower. In prison, they make you fucking take a bath, motherfucker. They make you wear, make you clean your cell. You don't, you get written up. All that shit applies, man. A hood, I'm telling you, that fucking hoodie is a no good. Let me tell you something. That young black motherfucker is dangerous. He's dangerous. If, if that nigga like a threat to you, you got the hammer on you. I almost said it. But you should know what I'm going to say. If that little black motherfucker is falling your ass and that nigga got a hoodie on and you got the hammer, tell that nigga hammer time. Trust me when I tell you, that motherfucker is coming for you. Watch him. Watch them. Niggas rob niggas wear hoodies and fucking skull caps. That's what the fuck they do. That's what they do. Hoodie motherfuckers in every state. Hoodies should be fucking banned. Remember they was going to ban hoodies when Trayvon got killed? That black fuck, I'm telling you, that black little motherfucker, he's the one that fucked it up. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He made it worse. So if you a 50, 60-year-old nigga with a fucking hoodie, trust me when I tell you, they, do, they don't respect you. They treat you different. I know it. Even when I wear, I wear black. So I got a million black hoodies. When I go out, everything, the first thing they think about is I'm a fucking security nigga. I'm a fucking bouncer or a bodyguard for somebody because I'm big and black. You understand? So that's the thing I get. It's a little, little better. They think I'm a bodyguard, but y'all niggas coming up there and that shit makes you look like a dirty street motherfucker. And the nigga you can't trust, you you got five niggas coming and you got the hammer, you got to tear them niggas asses up. Y'all seen that fucking video? Y'all seen that fucking video where the nigga knocked on the door and then he he played like the old lady and then they went in there and robbed him? I would have killed all the motherfuckers, every last one of them. Every fucking last one, I would have blasted all of them. Fuck them. Damn, nigga, you black, that's hard. I don't give a fuck, rat's ass. Black niggas in hoodies is dangerous. That's what they do. They put that coward-ass motherfuckers, put that hoodie on, they rob old ladies, they rape you, all types of shit. It's us. Watch the first 48. Every time there's a fucking murder, that motherfucker gets locked up in a hoodie. They look for him in a hoodie. He takes his mugshot in a hoodie. That's all niggas do. Wear fucking hoodies and Jordans. Hoodies. A fucking hoodie. Got a dress for success. These dudes, they really grown like, bro. And they don't. It's terrible. Shout out to Abby Jackson. He trying to be discreet and no customer. You can't be discreet when you've... Nigga, you're not famous. You are famous behind the scenes. Niggas don't know who you are like that. Sorry. 
You know what I mean? There's plenty of celebrities that could, that have have to be discreet. And they, they still wouldn't look like that. You look like a bum, nigga. This nigga look like a bum. Super large. Why was the hoodie so big? What are you doing? Okay, we get it. You're rich and you were the thing. But my nigga, why are you, you looking crazy? The minute the cops was in there, he was at the teller. I was like, this nigga like he robbing a fucking bank. I said that. And you know my pro-black ass would be like, nah, nigga, I was fucked up. They did them dirty fuck bank of New York. No. No, nigga. Stop it. Thank you, Ricky Webster. I appreciate that. Big Nate with your honest take on Alpo coming back to Harlem and getting killed. Uh, he didn't get killed. Federal government was like, yo, nigga, you're making us looking fucking bad. So either the feds fucking finished him or the feds was like, nigga, get back in the fucking office. Get back in the fucking office. Alpo's a dumb fuck. That's another stupid motherfucker. What, what was you thinking? Let's just say, let's just go with the death. What was you thinking, bro? Did you really think that you were going to be outside and nothing was going to happen? What is the deal with all these black motherfuckers? We, we outside. Like, yeah, nigga, we outside. Fuck COVID. Yeah, okay. That's the same shit that fucking Casanova said. And his nigga's fucking about to do life in prison. Unless he tell. He talked all that shit. What is it about these old motherfucking geezers that just think that, yo, I'm taking the streets over and shit like this is like like he really tried to live the movie. You killed all these people, nigga. Fuck the rat, nigga. The fact that you got all those bodies. What was you thinking, Alpo? You supposed to just stay in fucking Rhode Island and just, nigga, move to another country, nigga, walk around with a beard, move to Dion, get you something, and wear some glasses and wear a fucking afro. If you was going to do it that way, how do you come back to Harlem, nigga? Then you die there? Come on, bro. Come on. Come on, Alpo. You showed, Alpo showed that he was a real piece of shit with that. Come on, Alpo. What was you thinking, bro? Fuck out of here. Niggas lose respect for, oh, yo, he got shot because he was a rat. No, nigga, he got shot because this, if, listen to me, if you got a family member that you got murdered, what, just imagine you five years old and niggas killed your pops. And now 20 fucking years later, you 25 years old, this nigga's walking the street talking about Poe life. And you know this nigga killed your pops. You 25 fucking years old, you gonna party that nigga. That's only right. Like, what was he thinking? Then he got shot in an old-ass fucking Dodge Ram truck by the police precinct. So let me go. That's the real shit that happened, right? Let's go with the fact that, hmm, you got shot literally practically across the street from the fucking precinct. Come on, man. Where was all those police? They ain't catch nobody? Come on. That whole shit is just something's different. But again, he was federal property. I mean, real federal property. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that he was federal property, who knows what really happened? Maybe them niggas is like, all right, fuck it. We're going to have to do this shit again. Now you got to play dead. And now we got to fucking do a Tupac with you. Thank you, big bro. I appreciate that. Spencer said, no, Nate, let's give it a while. Supremacists are passed to kill Trayvon just because he had a hoodie on. No. We are not saying this right that he got shot. What we saying is, what the fuck do you expect if you got your son? I would. Would you let your son walk to the store in any part of the United States with a fucking hoodie on? 
first and foremost, your vision is all fucked up. You, you, you try tying a hoodie over your face. You don't even have your full fucking 360 degrees. Fuck that. I'm not giving that shit no credit. No. Trayvon Martin, Trayvon Martin, the bit with, with, trust me, a lot of things that contributed to that shit is that fucking nigga in a hoodie. When they put that black man in a fucking hoodie, cops, no. They, that's the worst shit that was ever invented. They need to ban fucking hoodies, man. Cut them shits off. And he had it on his head, right? Trayvon had the hoodie on his head. Come on, man. You're not white. You're not white. I had white friends. White friends could do. Listen, we used to steal cars when I was a kid. My white, we used to let the white friends drive it because they know that we ain't going to get pulled over. And they knew it. Nah, I mean, Mike, what does that mean? Fuck George Zimmerman. They ain't do shit to the nigga. They ain't do a fucking thing to George Zimmerman. Nobody did shit. Nobody did a fucking thing. So fuck all that hashtag. Fuck George Zimmerman. That nigga's still living. So at the end of the day, nobody did shit. Florida ain't do shit. Niggas ain't do shit. No, the, no gangs. The, nobody did a fucking thing to that nigga. Nothing. They did nothing. Fuck that. Ricky Webster, the masters don't really know how Ryan Cougar looks. Right? They don't know. We don't. I, I just found out what the nigga looked like. Yeah, on the red carpet, that nigga looked like a million dollars, but nigga like a fucking bum in the bank. And you black. If a white woman had called the fucking cop, they would have killed that nigga. He lucky. Stupid motherfucker. He's a dumb fuck. He should get a brain fart for walking in the bank. He didn't think it was cool. Yeah, this shit is crazy. At what point did we become bums? I'm going to tell you what fucked this bum shit up. You know what fucked us up on a gear tip? All that athletic shit in the 80s. Harlem fucking destroyed them. And you know what's in a fucked up way? I know nobody ever thought that I would ever say that. Athletic shit became fashionable during the crack era in the 19 fucking 80s. And we have not changed since. Rappers were wearing costumes before the fucking crack era crack era destroyed us the crack era is literally pulling up on 35 40 years of complete fucking ignorance we wear stinking ass sneakers every fucking day we stink shout out to abby jacks i appreciate that Dude, come on man are we fucking what are we doing why you know what i'm saying like you you gotta really think about what are you really trying? What do you really think is going to happen? If you see a girl that walks down the street, it's three o'clock in the morning. She's looking amazing. And then she gets raped. You know what contributes to that? Not just the leggings, bitch. You're walking on the street at three o'clock in the morning. Yes, you should be. It's a free country. You should be able to do anything because you grown. You, I would not advise that. That's dangerous. That's that's just not that's just not smart. I don't care if you're an off-duty police officer and you figure you're gonna go to this ATM at night. You're taking a risk. Cause just because you got a gun on me, you can't get shot. What happens if niggas get to you and you got the hammer on you? You're fucked. You make one move, you're dead, niggas. So now you gotta comply. Niggas gonna take your fucking service revolver, you're finished. And white and black people, ask a white motherfucker, when them niggas see well, niggas with hoodies three o'clock in the fucking morning, listen, this is the difference. When you see a white boy out here with a hoodie, most cases he's a little skateboard nigga. He's probably harmless. 
right? That's how they're going to, that's going to, gonna, and that nigga could be the rapist. But when you see a group of four black motherfuckers in hoodies and face masks, mind you, because niggas don't give a fuck about COVID. So that, that already is an issue. You got face masks on because you saying it's COVID. Them niggas is about to do a fucking lick. Trust me. Trust me. Thank you, Abby Jackson. I appreciate that, that super chat. Thank you. But somebody said, Bumpy Johnson wasn't a gangster too. He was a freedom fighter. He kept the Italians at bay. We don't even, we don't even care about the history of, of what he was. We speak in the terms of the dress code, my brother. Dress code. A lot of y'all niggas are dirty motherfuckers. You stink. Niggas be doing fucking YouTube videos in pajamas, nigga. Take a shower, man. Put on a clean shirt. Put it on a nice watch. Shave. Put some lotion on. Look presentable. Put some good lighting in your fucking spot. Y'all niggas be looking crazy. Kevin Samuels. Let me tell you what Kevin Samuels did recently. Kevin Samuels jumped on his live video and made all these niggas look stupid. Niggas be dressed like fucking bums. He like, you know, Kevin Samuels, y'all niggas got to dress better. Basically, he's fucking up. He's... He's had it up to here with that shit. That nigga dresses to impress. He looks like a million dollars. He's a millionaire, but he looks like a fucking millionaire. Future and them niggas look like, they do they look rich or they just famous because we've been seeing a nigga doing videos for the past 10 fucking years. You understand what I'm saying? It's not black people's job to make white people feel, no, no, brother, sorry. You work security, brother, in the store, okay? I'm telling you right now, nigga, if I see you coming up in the store, you look like a suspect and you my man, but you look like a suspect because you're a tall nigga and you don't dress the part. Respectfully, respectfully. You don't wear your, you know what I'm saying? You look like if I didn't know you, bro, I would think that you about to do, you about to steal some fucking pharmaceutical shit. Seriously, respectfully, I ain't trying to diss you, but that's, that's what you, that's who you look like. And you security. So I'm not going to really take you serious because you, you six foot 10. And now I'm going to be like, yo, what the fuck? This nigga, like, he was working with the Harlem Globetrotters. I ain't taking this nigga seriously. Fuck it. I'm going to rob the store any fucking way. You understand what I'm saying? It's the image, my brother. You could, te- you could talk all that bullshit, nigga. You live in a fucking desert right now, nigga. You fuck around with one of them crackers and that fucking damn. You fucking disrespect one of them, them carrying gun motherfucking crackers out there and fucking Vegas and see what happens. They will destroy your fucking ass. They will shoot you up like a motherfucker and send you back home to New York. Okay? You in the desert, nigga. Play games with them white people out there. See what happens. You can play all that pro-black shit in the fucking desert and see what happens. The rattlesnakes ain't going to save you, bro. And you, my man, don't take this personal. I'm just being honest with you, bro. Get that get that mindset. You too old to be talking crazy like that. Stop that. It's not black people's job to make white people feel comfortable. Nigga, it's your fucking job to be presentable because you's a black man and you know niggas may do some crazy shit. So why not put the effort and just look better for yourself? How about that? How about that? How about that? How how about how about how about be a tall guy and dressed apart? Wear shirts that fit you, nigga. Get a nice shape up. Get your keep your hair cut. They would have never that nigga that came in there with a nice cut. They would have never questioned his ass. He could have came in there with a white t-shirt, nice jeans, a pair of fucking Yeezys on, and a nice fresh cut. They would have never fucking even did that. That nigga was looking crazy, bro. So you telling me right now you're going to you're going to promote that black man should come in here looking like fucking car thieves. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Stop that. 
man, that shit is crazy. Images do matter. We as people have to be honest. Yes. Fuck out of here. That's why it happens. Why do you think girls that wear tight clothing, the best way to stun on a bitch that got tight clothing, don't say nothing to her. Pass right by the bitch. Don't even turn your fucking head. That's the best way to stunt on a woman that dressed in skin tight clothing. She's doing that for the attention. We are men. So we don't even get attention like that. But if you dress better, you would get better attention. The problem with men, oh, we ain't getting no pussy, nobody. Nigga, because you don't dress. Niggas don't know how to fucking dress and they're not willing to do it. Niggas look like bums. They think what a white man could dress like that. You're not white, motherfucker. Put some effort into your fucking dress. And that's all I'm saying. If you want to get the same attention a woman does, put a fucking suit on. You'll see. Trust me when I tell you that. Images that white people push. Come on, Mike. You sound you sound like you see, Mike, you sound like one of them black brothers that just is scorned. You know what I'm saying? Stop it, my brother. You live in the desert, my brother. You know New York. First and foremost, nigga, you left a city that don't play that fucking ant. You know, brother, you lived in New York. You fucking know, Mike. You lived in New York. You know we got niggas, we we got we got illegal Mexicans living in New York City, and we have a major, major unit in New York, a bias squad that don't play that shit. You know they don't fucking play that damn racist shit here, nigga. So get the fuck out of here with that, bro. Stop it. You in Vegas out there. You went out to Vegas to buy a cheap fucking house, but you don't realize, nigga, my homegirl's about to move to Vegas. She's a off, she's a retired police NYPD detective. Do you know she's gonna have smoke out there even with that? Even with her being a retired detective, them them cops that's on the beat, they're gonna be like, we don't give a fuck about that damn badge, bitch. You in fucking Vegas right now. You in Nevada. We not you not in fucking New York. You ain't out there with the homeboys and the homegirls. You in our city now. You just a regular nigga coming from New York. What you going to talk about? Oh, my condo I got. Well, they don't give a fuck about that. You, you look like you fit the description. Because even you, big bro, you are a tall black man. You are supposed to be on your job. You're supposed to have a barber coming to your fucking house once a week just because you tall. You can't wear no cheap shoes. You can't wear no bullshit clothes. I seen your Instagram, bro. I fucked with you. I love you, but just please don't take this personal. Go hard or don't go home at all. You, you, you talking, so we got to talk. We met. So I'm going to do mine. This is my platform. I'm going to say what I say. I seen your Instagram, big bro. You got to put more effort into your dressing. Wear clothes that fit, big bro. Niggas that take you more serious when you dress the play. Dress the fucking part. Show that you care. There's no mode of showing you care when you're walking around with shades, a fucking oversized hat. Not saying you did. I'm talking about the director. But how are you co-signing that, bro? How are you co-signing that? That's crazy. Do you have kids? Would you let your son walk out there? My son should feel like he... You let your son walk out there in the desert and a fucking Vegas strip. Oh, fuck the strip, nigga. Let's just go with the fucking fact in Nevada. You in the desert, nigga. Them cops ain't playing with you. These niggas are uniform officers. They gonna see your black ass coming out, walking two, three o'clock in the morning to your condo with your security fucking joke on. And they gonna be like, hey, nigga, they looking at you because they know you ain't dressing apart. But nigga, if you came out that fucking joint dressed like Steve Harvey with a nice fit, Tailored, tailored, tailored suit fitting. Come on, B. Niggas would be thinking you somebody else. Oh shit, yo, what do you do, brother? 
Yo, what you what you into? Nah, man, I work security at the grocery store. Get the fuck out of here. No way. They wouldn't even believe it, nigga. They wouldn't even believe it. Ricky Rep says that he outpour had to have a brain fart. No, nigga, that's just stupidity. That's not a brain fart. It's called a dumb fuck. AKA dumb black fucking man. That's it. A dumb motherfucker. Alpo was a dumb fuck. He had the same mentality when he was fucking 20 and 50, 30 years later, he got the same mentality. That's why they smoked him. What was he thinking? White people banned public enemy as a rap group. Come on, bro. What are you, nigga, you talking about public? You still mad about nigga public enemy and have a hit record since fucking 1990. We on 2022 and you talking about motherfucking public enemy. At least public enemy was wearing fucking damn militant suits back then and army gear. What are you talking about, bro? You too old to be talking. You, you, you see... You talking as if you 16. You a grown fucking man, bro. You was a grown fucking man, Mike. Come on, brother. This ain't about your condo right now, nigga. This is about your image, my brother. You don't look like a million dollars. You don't look like you working in Wall Street. You don't look like you dressed in a part that you a successful man. So if you got a condominium in Vegas, nigga, why can't you put more effort into your motherfucking physical instead of co-signing that niggas need to look a certain way they can look the way they want? No, nigga, because I have a problem every time we see our peoples killing each other and we all on these fucking ring cameras and all these damn surveillance cameras, we dressed in a fucking hood. Every fucking time. What are you talking about? I saw a video clip of Alpo once, and what stood out the most is how he was dressed like a teenager. It wasn't the fact that he was dressed like a teenager because Alpo was a great dresser. That's not what it's about. Whether you're 16 or 50 years old, it don't matter. That fucking athletic shit is a problem. It's a problem for the Alpo would have been dead if he had a fucking suit on and fucking bean pies. It would have, he still would have been dead the way he was moving around. It's not about 16 because if you think about it, 16 year olds can't dress like a 30 year old nigga unless their mother's buying all their fucking clothes. But that athletic bullshit, we all dress the same fucking way. It's not an age thing. It's, a, it's that image that got, that's that nigga shit. Spencer said Alpo had had to go. Where was he really gonna go though, nigga? When you a fucking snitch and you coming out of jail and you you to killing, you killed twenty motherfuckers. You go where every black man would go out of the country. Where do niggas like going out of the fucking country? Nobody would have recognized that nigga anywhere else. They wouldn't have because they would have never even thought he was alive. Nevertheless, but his stupid ass went right back to where the fuck he came from. How you going to come? Then you going to do a video on YouTube or where you dumped the nigga's body at and his family's still alive. And well, come on, yo, like stupidity is just the worst. All he knew was Harlem. We ain't going to switch to Hobbit too much, man. Come on now. Fuck all that trash talk, Zimmerman, man. Fuck all that. Like, niggas ain't do shit to Zimmerman so niggas can eat a fucking dick. Fuck out of here. I hate when niggas, well, fuck Jordan. Niggas ain't do shit. But y'all niggas would do something to another fucking trap rapper. Y'all niggas would do something to another fucking uh, drill rapper, but won't do shit to fucking George Zimmerman. Fuck out of here. Not leaving out the house from 12. To, nigga, I don't give a fuck if I got an Uzi. What is the point? I don't. I used to go get gas late. One of my niggas was like, "Yo, stop fucking going out there late like that, nigga. You still could get dropped. Still dangerous." My man's did look like he was about to rot. Yeah, he looked like.
like that? Come on, bro. As soon as I seen the video, then when he got in the car and he asked the cop to take his shades off, I'm like, son, what the fuck is you doing? Looking stupid. Go on my wallet. Let's see who I am. So what? Niggas going to be like, okay, well, you what the fuck was you doing? Looking crazy. Explicit says, I'm not against being dressed properly, but we should do that ourselves. No, nigga, you are against it because you're not repping it. You're not repping it. The fact that Kevin Samuels drills this shit into your niggas' heads and you actually trying to go back and forth. Come on, bro. Listen what Kevin Samuels talks about, son. Let me tell you something. On an image consultant, I think Kevin Samuels is dead on. I don't have that. There's not one. That nigga is a beast with that shit. He's a very, very smart motherfucker when it comes to that. So my whole point is we're not saying to go get a suit tomorrow. Start putting that in your plans. Like dress better. And if you're going to be on some athletic shit, wear, be fashionable, wear clothes that fit you better. Look, put effort into that. But in the meantime, dress better. You understand where I'm coming from? Like, take heed to that. But we got the reality is, big bro, you about six foot eight, bro. You can't half step. You can't wear cheap shoes, nigga. You can't wear baggy pants. You can't wear baggy shirts. You know what I'm saying? I seen, like I said, I seen your pictures. You know what I'm saying? Niggas gonna think you a crackhead. No, no, not saying you are, because you my man. I'm just saying the look that you're gonna have is gonna look different. Like this nigga looking weird. You know what I mean? As you that tall, you gotta you see how Snoop Dogg is? Snoop Dogg's a skinny guy. He's skinny like you. Snoop Dogg, he ain't the greatest dresser, but at least the nigga Snoop Dogg's clothes fit to his fucking body. We are in 2022. You understand what I'm saying? If you're going to be on some regular dress and shit, go to the fucking tailor. You're a tall brother. You cannot have, you can't wear no, you can't tell me you paid $30 for those sneakers, nigga. You too fucking big for that. A Rush says, different laws in Nevada compared to New York City. Yeah, we ain't fucking different, nigga. We, I live in a city, he live in a desert. He from New York, but that ain't going to hold no weight out there. Nobody give a fuck. Nevada police don't give a fuck you from New York. They don't care about a New York City cop. How they go? How they gonna care about a motherfucking a nigga from New York? They got a condo around the corner. That's the security guard at the local store. They don't give a fuck about that. And I ain't putting your shit out there. You talked about it so much on YouTube. So, a rush said, "What kills me is some blacks even go to court looking like bums in front of the white judge that deals with bums all day. You have to show class." Let me tell you something. I've never seen a nigga. Yet, with a with a tailored suit, I haven't. They either got a cheap fucking five dollar suit, or them niggas is dressed like fucking bums. It plays a part. Even the nigga that wears the suit, it looks better than him wearing an inmate fucking suit. You understand what I'm saying? It's a difference. By the way, more Mexicans in Vegas than whites. It don't matter. You're 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 black. That makes it even worse for you, bro. If there's more Mexicans in Vegas than whites, and there's more whites than blacks, that's just showing you are you are the triple minority. You can't half step. You're going to have racism anywhere you go, Mike. You can't run away from that shit. Only difference is you you you, you just got hotter, drier weather. No humidity because you ain't got no fucking um, beaches out there. You live, you live in the desert, so you got dry fucking heat. That's it. It's the only difference. We got a lot of humidity in New York. You don't. That's all. And, and the white people out there ain't playing. 
at least out here, white people, like, they think twice. A white cop thinks twice. A white person thinks twice because they know they're going to get them fucking charges. But out there in fucking Nevada, they ain't make no history out there to my knowledge. Y'all niggas, move, this, the, this, the, this the thing I hate about people that move places. Why do y'all all become a professional? No disrespect. I got to keep saying that over and over again. Mike, you live in Vegas, right? You're not from Vegas. You're from New York. Live in Vegas. I don't give a fuck if you live at your age. I don't care if you lived in Vegas 20 years, nigga. You wasn't born and raised there. You wasn't. You went to Vegas because the houses were cheaper. That's it. The end. So you can't be a professional with Vegas because you lived out there for a few years. I don't even know. I think you lived out there for three, four years, whatever. But needless to say, I'm telling you, it's very simple arithmetic. Okay, uh, if I had the choice to be stopped from a New York City fucking cop at two o'clock in the morning or to be stopped by a fucking cop in Nevada at two o'clock in the morning, you tell me, take your pick. Wearing bonnets in the house and shoes is grocery store. Listen, bonnets in the house, house shoes. Yeah, I didn't wear my bonnets with my fucking hair. But when I started seeing that shit, we became a hood favorite. I said, I can't go back outside like this. And I stopped that. But that's when my hair was growing. I was growing them dreads, so I had to do what I had to do. Shout out to Drew Newman. What up, big bro? Even some African-American athletes be in trouble with the law in Nevada. Cops ain't playing. Them niggas ain't playing over there. You can't. Listen, don't fuck with. You don't want to fuck with no desert cop nigga in the Midwest. Don't play no games with them niggas. Them niggas will give you, them niggas will give you everything you ask for. Drew Newman said he loves the attention. All he had to do was stay out of Harlem. That's all that nigga had to do. That nigga could have lived upstate New York for all he cared. That nigga, first and foremost, if I if I came home after a charge like that and I done killed 20 niggas and ratted on all these motherfuckers, I would have left the fucking United States. I would have moved to fucking Japan. That nigga's crazy. They already gave him a different name. He was in the witness protection program. Nigga couldn't fucking comply. Stupid. That's just us. Elijah Hall said, yeah, that's, that's neat. We got to accept us black men have to play the game. We have to do this shit differently, man. Like, let me tell you what happens with me. I remember there was this brother I seen, like, I'll give you one example, right? There's one of my brothers is uh, one of my boys. He's a, a mortician, right? So he's a mortician. So he drives like a brand new Denali XL, brand new late 21 model, right? When he's in this truck, he looks like an undertaker. Because big Suburbans and shit, they're made for Undertakers and fucking Ubers in New York. That's all we know them as. Why? Because Undertakers, that's they like big, long trucks. They like long navigators and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So when I, when I see my man coming through with the cigar, he's always dressed, but he still likes, he's in a mortician style truck. Now, a lot of niggas look at that truck and be like, no, them shit's just gangster. Yeah, they gangster when you growing up and somebody's opening the door for you outside and you got a driver. Yeah, but to drive that as a daily driver, you looking like a fucking Uber driver. No disrespect to Uber. Or you looking like a mortician. You know what I mean? You got to think about what you driving. If my man was driving a fucking 9-11, niggas would never think he was no fucking undertaker. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about you don't want to, it's like cops. You ever see cops that drive the same car that they working all fucking day? Like the nigga drive a fucking damn Dodge Charger on Highway Patrol, but now the nigga got an SRT Dodge at home. Like that's a cop car. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, 
he he he's in that cop zone. But if he want to twist it, some of these cops in New York, they think they drug dealers. So they want to be in benzes and be it don't look right. You still look like a cop that, you know, you like an off duty cop in a BMW. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to be a if you're going to play the part, you got to change your clothes. Jay-Z had this song years ago, Change Clothes. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's about. Abby Jackson said, what was the part of corporate America would be for as so he knows he's about taking pride in proper proper attire is something that black men have to work on. Why? Number one, we could afford it. It ain't like we can't afford it. Number two, niggas will be doing less drama. If niggas keep seeing y'all in these fucking late model clothes, they're going to be out here robbing and stealing. But they start seeing motherfuckers dressing up. A nigga will feel, you know how you feel? You know how it is to be in a pair of Jordans and jeans. You go to a party and everybody's dressed in slacks and shoes. You feel like a fucking loser, right? But if you was dressed in a suit, you was dressed nice or you dressed casual and niggas had all sneakers, you still gonna, you ain't gonna feel outdressed. You, you, you gonna, if anything, you still look like the successful nigga because at the end of the day, everybody's in there with fucking damn tennis shoes. Nah, nah, nah. I'm, nah, respectfully, mate. Yo, let me open Mike. Mike, he's a decent looking brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I, I seen you. So you look like a dude. Let, let me, let, let me say what I mean by that. Crackheads don't wear clothes that fit them. You know what I mean? They don't wear fitted shirts. And, you know, I'm talking tailored shit, right? So when you, you, I, I seen recent video a while ago and you had baggy shit on. I'm like, big bro, you too tall and skinny to be wearing, you too tall and skinny to be wearing baggy clothes, especially knowing it's 2022, nigga. You, only niggas that look like that is a crackhead because you look like you lost weight and your clothes got bigger. So you feel me? That's what I mean by that. I ain't say you like a crackhead like you disrespectfully, but crackheads lose weight and their clothes get bigger. Shout out to Hulk Strong. Salute Nate. A lot of states don't like New York people. Yes, you are right about what you're talking about. I agree. I'm telling you, niggas don't fuck with us. Niggas in Jersey don't fuck with us. I got pulled over in Highland Park, New Jersey years ago. These niggas did me dirty out there. Niggas did me dirty in fucking Jersey City police and the Jersey City police is a lot like New York. These niggas, well the nigga that was personal. He seen me talking to some bitch and the nigga fucking punk ass fucking Spanish nigga seen me talking to some girl he knew. I knew she knew it because we was out there chilling. He hit the little boot boot when he passed and then the nigga caught me before I got on the fucking highway and it hit me with a fucking ticket. Pussy ass nigga. You know, they don't, niggas don't fuck with New York. A lot of niggas don't like us. They just don't. We, New Yorkers, think everybody loves us. They don't. I done been in L.A., nigga, and almost had problems with niggas that didn't like me at a fight party. Niggas just got a certain, I don't know what it is. Niggas don't like us. They think we the big shit. Shout out to G Money. Salute, big bro. A lot of New Yorkers live in Vegas. Yeah, because they're going out there for the cheap homes in fucking the desert. That's why they live out there. Uh, niggas, niggas know that the house that they they want, their dream house, is about fucking at one point four million. They go to Vegas, they get it for two hundred thousand dollars. Of course, they're going out there. My homegirl just, we just moved out there. Well, we shipped off. I didn't take, I didn't drive out there, but we just did our job for. Her. Yeah, that, that's nothing new. Niggas going to Vegas for the cheap houses and to go to the strip. What else is out there? It's a fucking desert. You live in a desert, my nigga. All you got is rattlesnakes and fucking camels out in that bitch. You know that. You know you miss New York, nigga. But I tell you this much, the amount of money that you're going to have to put on that fucking house that you're living in right now is going to take you a long time to build your equity. 
You know, you build that shit in New York in one fucking year. Out there, it's going to take you 15 years to build an equity that would make it here in two, three years. You know that. The value is not over there. That's why the houses are so cheap, because the land is cheap. It's nice, but you live in a desert. I live in a city. If you move to fucking California, you still would live in desert mode, but at least you're on the West Coast. It's a little more different. You, you still close to, you're in the desert. Nevada is the desert. You know? When you think of Nevada, you think of the strip, but I think of cactus plants. Respectfully. Shout out to Percy. Nate, what's up, dude? I'm in the gym. I'll catch you live. Yo, what up, big bro? <laughs> Salute. And you in the gym. That's where we, that's another thing. That's another thing, niggas. Get in the gym. Not for muscle, nigga. Keep, keep active, nigga. Keep that blood pumping. Keep the blood pumping, nigga. It's good for the dick, all that, everything. You ain't got to go in there trying to look like motherfucking, you know, shredded stomach and all that. You could go get an operation for all that. You go to the gym to keep that blood pumping. That's how you fuck. That's good for your heart. It's good for your life. It's good for your mind. Salute to you. And thank you for the super chat. Come on, people. What are we doing? What are we doing? I can't even say, I can't say nothing bad about Kevin Sams with that shit. Nothing. That nigga was 110% right. He's 110% right. 110. Are you kidding me? Nigga killed that. Salute to you, big bro. Stay, yo, black brothers, trust me when I tell you. I know COVID is going crazy right now. That's another thing, too. But I'm just going to say this. I don't care if you got a bicycle in the house, do some push-ups, any fucking thing. It's good. Black men, we have a lot of issues with our health as we get older. Some of us got it now that we're younger. So to balance and make shit not an issue, you have to keep the body moving. No, the fuck, all that muscle shit's played out, nigga. Just, you just want to keep active, active. Let the body know that you are active. That's it. That's it. Shout out to you, big bro. Especially most people in Vegas are originally from Cali. Yeah, but you're not. That's what you got to realize. You're not from California. You're not. You are a New Yorker. Listen, they don't even like you out there because you fuck. Y'all fuck up the fucking damn rate. Y'all fuck up the prices. New York niggas fucking move. And they Vegas people don't like you. They don't because they they were born and raised there. So their cost of living has been great. They were born like that. You niggas come from the big city and come out there and fuck them up. So now the developers now raise the prices because they know these New York motherfuckers is coming out here. And that's what they do. My homegirl just bought a house for $380,000 out there. And her shit is ridiculous. She got one of the best fucking houses I've seen a nigga go to Vegas for. Her fucking house. And she going out there dolo with her three dogs. Okay. Her fucking house is magnificent. Even for what she paid. If there wasn't so many New Yorkers out there, she would have probably fucking saved about $80,000 or hundred grand. Easy. New York fucked that up because New York does that. See, the problem with New York, this that's one reason why they don't like us. We move, listen, we moved to Atlanta and fucked it up. Why? I know people that born and raised in Atlanta and said, and I quote, shit is decent, but they don't say it's cheap because they were born and raised there. They said it's been a little expensive. Why? Because it's us. Because we're moving out there. If you're a developer and you know niggas are coming from a big city, you're going to fucking raise the prices. The demand's there. When the demand is there, you raise the price, right? That's just what happens. The fuck? You know? 
Even the president said, yo, stop being greedy, basically. Lower the prices if the demand is there. You get more people. No, niggas is like, fuck that. We're going to take advantage. We're going to raise the fucking price because these niggas is moving out there. The more money, the merrier. And that's how the bullshit goes. Uh, Wakanda says, shit, I go to the party dressed in some camel pants with tactical boots. Uh, yeah, you, you you keep that shit up. Go to, go to DR like that. You can't even get off the plane. You can't even try getting on a fucking plane in DR with fucking army fatigue pants and you ain't fucking working as a fucking service. See what happens. See if they even let you on a plane. You can't wear that shit out there. You didn't know that? Try to get on that motherfucker. They'll tell you they, you're, not, you're, you're not military. That's that military bullshit we was doing, that flavor flavor bullshit. That shit happened with fucking public enemy 30 years ago. We still doing that bullshit. Shout out to Wakanda. Wait, how long, how long was the video? How long ago was the video? The video that you said you was where you worked? I mean, the, the, you did that on the chat. You said you was doing security, you worked in the store. You said that several times. That's why I learned it. You said you worked in the stores for security and you talked about your condo. If you did 30 videos with me, you talked about your condo 40 times. No exaggeration. So I know we know about the condo. Anybody that knows you, Mike, they've been on my channel. They're going to know you talk about the condo and you talk about your job and your security and how you have to chase people out the store and all. Come on, man. You might as well have been a police officer for all that shit. You ain't got no gun as big as your ass is. Nigga, you need to fucking go into the police department. Fuck, if you can't beat him, join him. You need to fucking do that. And watch what the fucking your sergeant tells you how to dress. No, motherfucker, you need to take this uniform. You need to take your, we want you to get a fucking haircut. They don't play that shit. They don't fucking, no police departments wants nobody coming in there with no fucked up hairdo. Because you have an image. Most Oakland police are worse than Vegas. How do you know you don't live in Oakland, bro? What are you talking about? Why? And that's, here you go again. Stop. See, that's the black thing with us. What? Who cares? Who cares what they do in Oakland, nigga? You mind? See, this is what you need to do, big bro. Pay attention to Mike. Pay attention to Mike, nigga. I'm paying attention to you. This is my job. Pay attention to Mike. How in the fuck did Oakland get into this conversation? How did Oakland? Was how did Oakland talk? Where in the fuck did where did this happen? Did did you, <laughs> big bro? What does this have to do with the price in China? <laughs> What are you talking about? How do we go from fucking black man need to dress better to Oakland police are worse than Vegas PD? What are you doing, black man? Black man, what are you? Black man, focus, brother. Focus, focus. Let's stick to the topic. This is why I was fucked up when I used to do those damn, when I used to do those damn uh, chats when we used to get on the panel. This is the problem. How in the fuck did, so you want me to change the, the title to Oakland Police versus Vegas PD? No, nigga, if you feel that that's an issue, you should join the Vegas PD. You still young enough? How old do you, can somebody tell me how old could you be to, to join the Vegas Police Department? Please, somebody give me these facts. This man right here would be a great police officer. Then you could talk shit. Then you could talk shit. And then I tell you this much, become a Vegas police officer. And you tell me how all these black motherfuckers you lock up that's walking in and out the stores doing crime because now you a cop. Tell me right now, every time you see a nigga with a hoodie, it's a fucking problem. I don't miss New York. I've been there for most of my life. Oh, my, my man, I didn't see. This is, a, this is another thing. This is why, this is why people, people don't like New Yorkers. Why do you 
why do you feel that you have to tell us something? I, did I say you miss New York? Did I say, Mike, you miss New York? Why do people leave New York and always think that we are missing you? We don't give a fuck. <laughs> how, how is it going to benefit me that you live here? How is that going to benefit me, big bro? There's no benefit you living in New York. You live in Vegas, and that's great. So why are you saying I don't miss? I didn't have a conversation. First, you started talking about my Oakland police, and now you're talking about you don't miss New York. Nigga, is the, is the topic missing New York and moving to Vegas? That's probably the topic. You, you, you keep making up your own shows. <laughs> I love you, bro. I love you. But I know you need that attention to understand. But my man, I think the best thing you should do is you need to fill out an application to work with the Vegas PD. That's it. Be fucking in. Because then you'll be able to tell me now, you know what, Nate? I've been a police officer for four fucking years and you ain't lying. All these motherfuckers are walking out here with hoodies and masks and fucking Jordans on their feet. Then you understand. Shout out to Percy, man. Salute to Percy, man. Salute to y'all for that. Salute to y'all giving me super chats, man. I really appreciate this, man. I really, really, really fucking do. I really thank you very much. I, I changed the mood tonight. You know what I'm saying? I had to change the mood. I had to change the mood tonight. <laughs> so this is the thing, man. We, we, we have to realize this. We have to realize this. So, um, those of this that's realizing that who I'm talking to, Mike. Mike is a friend of the show. Please don't take it personal. Uh, Mike has been a, a friend of the show for a very long time, and um, he knows what I do, and this is what we do here. You know what I'm saying? So, no, no love lost at all. So just, just totally understand that. But thank you, big bro. Let me read your thing, man. To add what you just sold, I travel the country. Niggas don't like New Yorkers because y'all some cocky motherfuckers. LOL, act like y'all are the shit. I think niggas are jealous in y'all confidence. You know what? Now watch this. Watch this now. Watch this. Now fucking watch this, y'all. Watch Mike become a New Yorker now. Watch this nigga that live in a fucking desert. Watch him become a fucking... Watch him... Well, you know, that's how we are. No, motherfucker, you are not a New Yorker. Stop it. Now watch this. Number one, Percy, you're right. And you know what's sad? The only reason why I would have never said that, because I don't understand that I think cocky is a black man thing. I think most niggas, I think to be a black man is to be cocky, right? Um, confident, I believe a lot of black niggas is confident. That's why we get so much pussy. But you know what? What he just said is the fucking truth. This is the time when every nigga that moved to Atlanta, every nigga that moved to Florida, every nigga that moved to motherfucking California is lit, so they don't care. Every nigga that moved everywhere else to buy a fucking house and save $100,000, every motherfucker, this is the time when they be like, yeah, yeah, because that's how we are in New York. No, nigga, you can't be a New York nigga with swag living in Florida. You're a Floridian now, that's all. And they don't give a fuck. And that's why they know that you are annoying because y'all come out here with that stupid fucking attitude. The thing is, what happened with Mike, Mike's a cool dude, but Mike, that's here, he doesn't know how to stick to the script. You defended the whole thing with Trayvon Martin. You defended everything that the black man should basically dress the way they want to. You know why? Because you dress that way. That's why. 
See, the thing is, if you was on some, if you was dressing up like Steve Harvey, nigga, you'd be telling me, yo, Nate, I got about 40, 50 fucking suits in my closet, nigga. How many suits do you have in a closet? Not you. How many suits do these black men have in a closet? Most niggas don't own a suit. Never. Most niggas got no reason. Now y'all ain't going to church no more. You're going to therapists. So you don't got to wear a suit to a therapist. Niggas then gave up on church. So now niggas got no excuse to wear a suit unless they go to a funeral. Some of these niggas rent that shit. Come on, man. Come on. Yes. And that's the and that's the reality. So they have this perception because I, I go through this on YouTube. I've had niggas say some crazy shit here on YouTube. And I'm like, damn, bro, you know what's fucked up? <laughs> it's fucked up when a nigga is just going in the direction of of feeling a way and we don't even realize it. But we have to take consideration that, hey, if a nigga feeling a certain type of way, we can't we can't just put that shit under the motherfucking mat. We got to take heed to that. Why? Because if a nigga feeling a type of way, you know what I'm saying? That shit could be dangerous. Hold on. That 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 shit could be dangerous. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that these are a big, big deal of how we are as black men. You know what I'm saying? I feel that this is one of the issues that we tend to struggle with as black men because this is something that does play a significant part in how we are. Niggas got an issue with that. Okay, they do. They do. And you're 100% right about that, man. You couldn't have said that shit any better. You couldn't have said that any better. Yeah, I agree about that cardio. Keep that cardio up. Nigga, if you want your dick to stay hard, you got no fucking choice. That's what cardio is about. If you're not going to go to the gym, walk around the block fucking five times. Do something. Keep that shit going. Shout out to Wakanda. I fucks with New York. Listen, uh, listen. All my life that hell has been. My niggas used to call me New York Nate. I said, don't call me no fucking New York Nate because the minute I go out of town, niggas going to test that shit. Don't call me no New York Nate. Y'all could call Atlanta Jimmy and fucking California Billy and, you know, uh, Arizona uh, uh, Alex or motherfucking Nevada fucking Mike. But don't call a nigga fucking such and such New York Nate. New York Nate. That's dangerous. And again, I know this, right? So if you know this, you know your position. You know you know things that would just not be a good idea. You understand what I'm saying? We have to know that. We have to kind of know, like, hmm, I don't think that's a good idea. You know what I'm saying? There's some shit that you just got to know that's just, I wouldn't necessarily do that if I was you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's some shit that we just, shouldn't do and thank you again for that super chat much love to you big bro um vegas will be soon as expensive to live as cali right because all the fucking new yorkans are gonna come out there and move and they're gonna raise the prices that's what it's about the more the merrier this is how niggas do it so you know it it, it, it goes with the territory you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah that's fucked up the dominicans Ain't gonna let me get on a plane because of my dressing, nigga. You can't, you can't. There's certain countries you can't wear army fatigue to. It's just unlawful. You could get in trouble for that. Them niggas will shoot you out there. And why would you wear that? And you're not working. You're not working with. You know, you're not working with the army or nothing like that. Especially now, who would the fuck want to be on a plane right now? Would you want to be in a plane across the seas right now? I know the fuck I wouldn't. <laughs> I did live in the Bay Area for like nine years. I went to school. Yeah, but you're not from Oakland. You just live there. 
you would, you know what I'm saying? You're not a native. If you passed away right now, nigga, they're not going to be like Oakland born and bred Michael, whatever, whatever. They're going to say born in fucking New York City, the same way how Tupac was born in New York and you move 15 different places, nigga. You can't change that shit. When you're on that birth certificate, it says where the fuck you live, where you was born. Where you born, where you was born, it was what counts, big bro. Come on, bro. You know that. You know this. <laughs> oh shit, here you go. I lived in Cali for like 10 years. Okay. So now all of a sudden now you know Snoop and fucking Dre and you and MC8 used to play cards. Come on, nigga, stop it. Shout out to Big Song G. What up, big bro? Salute, salute. What up, Canadian girl? What's up? What up? <laughs> What's going on, Canadian girl? Shout out to Canadian girl. Shout out to Rick Row. You need to be getting on Canadian girl, nigga. Tell her to come fucking visit that condo, nigga. You already know what it is. <laughs> Shout out to Canadian girl. Rick Row, say, yo, what up, big, what up, big bro? Like Trizzy, what up, big bro? Salute. You get like 20 seconds to make a good first impression. Yes. And this this dumb fuck walked into the bank and made a bad impression. And that shit almost cost him his life. See, a lot of y'all niggas is missing that. A nigga's a fool. If I was that nigga's damn fucking, uh, what's the management? If his manager, if I was that nigga's manager or publicist, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck is you doing? Was you high today? That nigga could have been fucked up. I think he was fucked up. I think that nigga was fucked up. That nigga came up in there drunk as a motherfucker. It's never personal. New Yorkers got thick skin. I'm listening to everything you're saying, bro. Nah, I fucks with you, big bro. You know how I do. <laughs> but you ain't no New Yorker no more, bro. You are officially a Nevada resident. So, you know what I'm saying? If you don't believe me, ask the fucking police officer. Tell that nigga you from New York. He'll be like, we, we don't give a fuck. Suck my dick the fuck out of here. You in Nevada now, nigga. You fucking part of us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Say, go get one of them cactus plants, motherfucker. Get out of here. That's playing. <laughs> Niggas hate New York. Swag. Oh, oh, oh. Didn't I tell y'all he was going to do this? Didn't I tell y'all? Didn't I tell y'all? Didn't I say I said, watch this nigga, Mike? Didn't I? I didn't I warn y'all? Didn't I tell you? I said, watch this nigga all of a sudden become a pro fucking New Yorker. This is the problems with niggas. This is another reason why niggas don't like us. Because we ride. I ain't saying Mike. But a lot of New Yorkers leave New York. And then now when they talk New York swag, they're like, yeah, because they love our swag. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. You are no longer, you, listen, bro, you represent where you live, nigga. Just rep your hood. You bought a condo out there, nigga. You're a resident. It's cool. You're not a New Yorker no more, nigga. I am. <laughs> That's it. That's the fucking end. Any motherfucker that lives, you live, if you live in Nevada, you are. You live in Nevada. And I live in New York, I live in New York. That's it. You live in California, you're California. You live in Jersey, you're New Jersey. You live in Florida, you're Floridian. You are no longer a New Yorker. The end. Don't believe that bullshit. That swag does not look cool in the fucking country. New York swag means nothing in the hood outside of New York. Trust me, nigga. Go to the fucking hood and tell them niggas you from New York and see what the fuck they do to you, nigga. Them niggas will fucking make you lunch food. Them niggas will murder your ass out there, bitch. That, did, that don't mean nothing. Go to L.A. and tell them niggas, yo, niggas like our swag and style. Watch them fucking L.A. niggas will tear your fucking ass up. So don't do, don't do it. I knew you was going to do it. I knew it. I knew he was going to fucking do that. Didn't I tell you that? I said, watch this nigga talk that New York shit. And you don't even look like a New Yorker, Nate. Mike, stop that. You don't look like a New Yorker. You just don't. You just don't. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I, I would have never known you was from New York. You, oh, well, you talk. You got to. 
you 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 talk New York because you lived out here in so many different hoods, but you don't look like a New Yorker. You know I mean, I would have thought you was from everywhere else but New York. Shout out to Yuri Belinsky. Now listen, this is a man that I grew up with. I grew up with this dude right here, right? I grew up with him as a shorty. He lives in Florida. He's from New York, but he lives in Florida. He's a proud Floridian. That's, and that's cool. Give him a round of applause. Cause where does he live? Well, he's in the city. No, nigga, he lives in the South. Florida is the fucking South. I don't know what it is about y'all niggas that y'all forget about that Florida is country. Florida is the country. Oh, you take you think Florida is just fucking uh a beach? Everybody just thinks about this is the problem with New Yorkers. They think Florida is Miami. They think that Florida is just South Beach. That's the first thing we think about. South Beach. All the other cities, y'all niggas live in the country, nigga. Jacksonville is country. Orlando's the country. West Palm Beach is the country. Tampa is the country. I don't give a fuck. Boca Raton is the country. Why? The houses are cheaper in the country. Houses are cheaper in the country in the desert. If you live in a desert or you live in a country, it's going to be cheaper than the city. That's it. That's just how it goes. So shout out to Yodi. What up, big bro? Salute to G-Money. G-Money. New Yorkers think the world revolves around them, but if it's a duo, a lot of inventors and actors. Well, it does revolve around us to a degree. There's a little bit of truth in that. I'm going to tell you why. Financially, okay? Just remember that the when the World Trade Center went down, it affected the whole world. And I could look at that out of my window. I seen it. I seen the World Trade Center go down right out of my window. So just think about that. You know what I'm saying? So it is, you know, it's the financial. It what, what New York is, and people could downgrade it, 9-11 fucked the whole world up. We never going to be the same. 9-11 is just fucked, had the same emphasis on the world that COVID does. It affect us all. Trust me. Financially, all the above, every fucking thing. So it does. LA niggas is cool with me. Ah, that's another New York phrase. Niggas, because niggas love New York. Niggas from LA, if niggas are straight, but niggas will suck at LA niggas dick in a fucking heartbeat. Niggas from New York will suck some LA dick. I don't know what it is, but New York New York niggas love fucking LA. You see this? LA is cool with me. A, he, that nigga probably been to South Carolina, fucking Texas. It don't sound as rough, so he go, LA's cool. Niggas from New York suck LA's dick. Never forget that. So wait, if an LA nigga moved to New York, he a New York nigga now? It depends. If you sucking his dick, he, he, he'll never be. See, this is the difference with, with New York. New York love LA niggas so much, they, they'll suck his dick because he's from LA. See, he just did it. He just did it. Now you telling me he you know, you know that nigga probably snapping his fingers in front of the computer right now. So you telling me, Nate, if one of my booze moved from motherfucking LA, you gonna tell me that motherfucker is and he come to New York, you gonna tell me that nigga's an LA nigga? Um in your books, he's always gonna be LA nigga. Cause you love LA niggas. New York niggas love swag and they feel that LA swag is better. They love it. That's a true fact. Game could come. Game the rapper could come here and go to the hardest part of Brooklyn. They'll suck his dick over there. He is. He is there. He is. You could have Jim Jones as a blood leader in Game. There was these niggas out here will say fuck Jim Jones. Even though that nigga from Harlem, this is our bull. They love L.A. I'm telling you, L.A. niggas. L.A. don't like us. 
at least they don't show us the love the same way, but we fucking love LA. You listen, you kill a rapper in fucking LA or New York, New York won't do shit. New York won't do a fucking thing. You kill, you kill Biggie, you kill, you killed recently. Who did you kill? Uh Pop Smoke. We don't do shit. We like it happen in LA. We suck LA's dick. Mike just proved it. Look, so wait, if a LA nigga moved to New York, he love him. Tell him how you find them niggas attractive, right, Mike? <laughs> Obi One Step says tapped, and I feel like most New Yorkers still think they live in some NYC from early '90s to 2000. No one cares about New York City. No more disrespect. That's a full fact. We trapped in that shit. That's true. Cause we still going on that Alpo mission. We still on that Harlem shit. Like yeah, we popping here, and we not popping like that no more. Not like that. Not like that. Cause we took a blow. New York took a blow. You know what I'm saying? We took a blow. We did. New York is still the financial hub of America. Depends what it is. That's not true. It's not the financial hub of America no more. You can make money anywhere. It's the financial hub of America if you're trying to do fucking entertainment. You're trying to do a movie or you're trying to create as a filmmaker and, and do, be, you know, do commercials. Yeah, this is the financial hub of that. It ain't the financial hub of America no more. That's not true. We took a blow. Come on, Mike. You fucking up tonight, nigga. I thought you had a brain. Supposed to be smart on a draw than this, bro. <laughs> Shout out to David23. Sup, Nathaniel. Why you throw the New York brothers under the bus? Nigga, I'm a New Yorker. I could do that. It's different. I'm a New Yorker. I could throw niggas under the bus. You know what I'm saying? I know niggas out here. I know how niggas is. It's a difference. That's how we are. We look up to LA. New York niggas look up to LA, but they don't... L.A. looks up to us, too, but they don't show it. You understand what I'm saying? Because they think that we think we the shit. So with New York niggas, that's what they do. Look, this nigga fucking Mike is in the fucking desert right now. This nigga is literally saying people in L.A. fuck with him. He ain't saying shit about New York now. Now it's about L.A. They New Yorkers will put that L.A. Listen, let me tell you something. Ask any New Yorker on this earth. They had any place to live, and they were rich. Where would they go? They gonna go. They gonna go where my daddy is, Jay Z. They gonna go right to fucking Los Angeles. Los Angeles is dope. Let's not get it fucked up. It's dope. <laughs> now I had to go off on Mike because Mike Mike get on here talking all that. See Mike. See this is the thing is with Mike. Mike be throwing facts or shit that he think he know, and I throw shit that I know. See, I don't talk about shit I don't know. I'll tell you, like, I don't know about it. But when I know it, I talk my shit. And see, the thing is, you, you're doing what most people do. Seriously, a lot of New Yorkers, they move out of the city. Oh, uh, fuck New Yorkers. Dirty is too expensive. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, it's fucked up out there. New York ain't this no more. Okay, cool. Then they move, right? So they move to Arkansas. And all of a sudden, then then they'll see, like, some New York shit happen. They're like, yo, I was watching the versus battle with Jada Kiss and the fucking, I felt my, I felt that New York swag. I had my Yankee fitted on. I said, nigga, get your old 2001 ass out of here. Nobody paying you no fucking mile with your plate out of that fucking throwback. See what I'm saying? So a lot of niggas from New York be trying to be like, yo, when I go to different states, they be on my dick for my New York swag. I'm like, no, they don't. You live there. They're on your dick with your New York swag when you visit. Yes, you're a visitor. They want to suck your dick because they know you're going back home. But when you move out there, nobody give a fuck. Unless you're a celebrity, they don't give a fuck about no New York swag when you're a resident because now you have something in common. You live out there. 
<laughs> Shout out to Kate, Kane Wiles. What up, big bro? Let's see. Nice. Not facts. You write about LA gang and bangers got no respect for them. hell no, because they know we suck. Listen, let me make it real simple with you. And tell me if I'm lying. I had a LA nigga, I ain't gonna say his name. This nigga told me in 94. Was in 95. He said, yo, you know why we don't fuck with y'all niggas? This is what he said. He's telling it. He said, yeah, I don't. F-. He he was a nigga from LA living in New York. The nigga was a straight B. Nigga had the red derby on a red fucking suit. This nigga was OG. He said, the reason why we don't fuck with y'all, because New York follows trends. That's what he said. And he said, watch that blood and crip shit is going to hit New York. And you watch what happens. That nigga predicted that. You know what happened in 2000? That's exactly what the fuck happened here. The jails went from 5% to fucking damn blood and crips and the shit hits the streets and then diplomats fucking came out and it was all over. And now we still doing that shit. Ask any New Yorker, when them niggas go to LA and a LA nigga respect their fucking BNC affiliation, that's like, that's like equivalent to going to El Chapo's land in Mexico and they approving you like, yo, this is Alpo. We fuck with him. That's a big, that's the highest level of a blood and crip is LA. So if a nigga come from New York and niggas in, L- niggas in LA know that niggas out in New York is looking like fools, but they know that they've been doing this shit way before these niggas did. So a lot of niggas in LA lost respect for us because they're like, yo, fuck, these New York niggas is whack. These niggas created all this shit. We was hating on niggas, whatever. We probably had those things because these niggas did a lot of shit in hip hop, but now y'all niggas are following us. Y'all niggas is trying to do gangster rap. Y'all niggas is following the South. Y'all niggas is following this. I'm a New Yorker and I seen this. I'm disgusted with my fucking city and I live here. I'm here now. I'm disgusted because I know we used to laugh at the country niggas. Now we we trying to beat them. We 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 want to be Chicago with the drill music. We want to be motherfucking blood and cr- come on, man, come on, come on. It's crazy. Shout out to explode. I heard L.A. Mexicans don't like black people. No, they don't. But a L.A. Mexicans a lot different than dealing with a Mexican here. These Mexicans over here is puss. Them niggas out there is fucking dangerous. Why? Because they close to the home. A nigga, an L.A. Mexican could walk to Mexico, nigga. You know, they can't walk to Mexico over here. These niggas got to take that shit. Like the the let's put it this way: the border is about fucking three days away, driving. Okay, two days. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say two to two to three days. That's just like two thousand, three thousand miles, man, to the fucking border. It's a full fact. Yo, Nate, quick question. Does DMV Maryland culture have some form of influence in New York? Very much, because DMV is part of the drug culture of the hip-hop culture that, the, the excuse me, the, the, the crack era, which was a, a hip-hop era, in the mid-'80s. So they are very much inclined. Are you kidding me? Maryland niggas is, these niggas, these niggas are murderers in the fucking DMV. Are you kidding me? You got to remember, a lot of artists came from out there, Teddy Riley and all them niggas. When all them niggas was getting money in Harlem, they was moving to Virginia. Maryland, motherfucking damn, Delaware, all that shit is all, that's that's all East Coast shit. The last state that we consider to be non-country is Virginia. That's the last state. So it's everything up. Once we hit Virginia, it's North Carolina. From there, it's all South. So it's North... North, South, North, South, and that's just all country. 
feel me? We don't we don't look at Maryland as the country. We look at Maryland as the suburbs. We don't look at Virginia as the country. We look at Virginia as the suburbs because it's part of, you know what I mean? Tri-state. We 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 put all that together. So yes, there's not too much of a difference of a nigga that moved from motherfucking, you know, Florida. Like look at Chris Brown. Niggas forget that Chris Brown's from Virginia. You know what I'm saying? He live in LA. But Maryland, all that. This, these niggas was part of the culture when when the game was going on heavy in the 80s with hip-hop. So, yeah, DMV is very much respected. That's why we call it the DMV. Thank you, Obi-Wan Steph. Yeah, I appreciate that, big bro. Shit is real shit. Hold on. West Coast represent themselves hard. Yeah, they're very proud of where they're from. But let's not get it fucked up. Just understand this. The gang culture in New York, the real dangerous if you want to watch what real gang culture is, you want to watch a movie, watch The Warriors. This is way before The Blood and Crips. Like, watch The Warriors. Take a look at that movie. That's what New York was in the 1960s and 70s. So we we lost our gang culture in the 80s and 90s, and then we came back with it in 2000, approximately, like estimated around 99, 2000. So we we the Warriors was about a gang culture where this was New York was dangerous, but you know what I'm saying they, they had to fucking shit up tight. Watch that movie. You'll see a lot. You'll learn a lot. That has nothing to do with the 90s. Has nothing to do with the 2000s. That's just so we we knew there was a culture, a gang culture too. So remember, it wasn't like niggas ain't have no gangs, but that blood and crip shit was big when we were weak with it. You understand? So when the Blood and Crips was doing anything out there, New York City was having a crack era, and a crack era was hip-hop, so it was about the cars, it was about the jewelry, it was about Jordans, it was about all that shit you see now. So when we was out here trying to be pretty, niggas in New York, niggas in LA was doing their motherfucking Blood and Crips shit. Don't, don't quote me on the actual year that that was started, but just remember, in the 80s, them niggas was giving it up. So New York niggas seen how niggas was doing over there like yo these niggas out there is on some different shit and new york niggas was intrigued by that and um yeah you know the rest is history so a lot of the younger niggas that whoever was like 20s early 30s in 2000 they were they were part of that you know what i mean that that they, they, they were part of that shit heavy so it hit New York, and that was it. Took off. Once it hits the jails, it hits the prisons, and then it hits the streets. That's how it goes. Prisons start all that shit. The fuck is that? Cat. What is that? Look at on the camera. Fucking raccoon or a cat? Yeah, he's right. Kendrick Lamar called New York rappers out, and nobody really responded. Nobody paying that nigga Kendrick no more. They don't. They don't pay that nigga no mind. Cause at the end of the day, L.A. respects New York. They just don't show it. They respect us. They do respect us because we we created hip hop. Hip hop wasn't created in L.A. It was created in the Bronx. That's why. But L.A. We fuck with L.A. You know what I'm saying? Right, Mike. Tell Michael. Tell you. Oh yes, we do. <laughs> I would never move to Arkansas, big bro. I ain't that dumb, son. I'm just saying, big bro, like you gotta, you, 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 you're not, you don't have a home. You're just all over the place. Just, just like, you know what I mean? Like you, 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 that guy that you going to diss New York. And then when niggas talk good about it, then you're a New Yorker. So, you know what I mean? Like 
right now, you use what we call you, you a mover. You all over the place. You know what I'm saying? You really don't have a home. Right now, you you Vegas nigga. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Elva Connor. New York fucked up when I, y'all copied California game coach. Yeah, we fucked up on that. We made it fashionable. Like, we wasn't doing the colors, but we was mixing the colors up with the bandanas. But Jim Jones and all them niggas, niggas started wearing the fucking, the jeans and shit with the holes, whatever. But let's not, this is what it is. Blood and Crips is worldwide. That shit is all throughout the fucking, that's, that's all throughout the United States. However, it's not just L.A. You know, it's Washington State. It's it's Arkansas. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on in Washington State. Niggas be sleeping. Not D.C. Washington State. You know, not not the Washington part of the D.M.V. We talk about that shit over there on the fucking West Coast. It ain't just L.A. It's it's just a section. See, New York niggas they think L.A. is just California. They don't know the San Fran. They don't know about the Bay. They don't know about none of that shit. So they just run with L.A. 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 You know what I'm saying? It's like a nigga that know New York. They're like, yo, you live in Brooklyn? Yo, you live in Harlem? They're just going to go with that. So it's the it's the same shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just, niggas just go too hard. LA used to respect New York because we use push higher knowledge in New York, especially in the eco. Bro, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true at all. Next thing you be telling me that fucking L.A. respects us because we started disco and that shit was started in Chicago. R&B came from Chicago. That's not true, big bro. You got to, you got to, you you know what, bro? Why don't you give me some information now about what you learning in motherfucking damn Vegas? You know what I'm saying? Tell me how them bad white bitches look out there. Tell me about them fat butts all in that strip. You know what I'm saying? Tell me something that goes on in Vegas that we need to know because you don't live out here anymore. That's it. It's over. I'm out here. You can't tell me what happened on the news today. You can't tell me what happened in New York unless you subscribe to a news channel like I did. But you can't tell me what's going on in New York because you don't live here. You know what I mean? Damon 23 said, New York, I thought you were, y'all were more on that mafia shit like back in the 70s. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This is the deal with New York City. New York City was dangerous up until the early 90s. You know what I'm saying? You didn't want to be in New York in the, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. That, that, that shit was dangerous. Anybody knew that. A nigga from LA didn't want to fuck with New York then. It was dangerous. So shit calmed down. New governs, you know what I'm saying? Laws changed. They was locking niggas up for 100 years and, and that was it. Feds just started fucking doing these recall laws and putting niggas away. Niggas was getting football numbers for just carrying fucking possession of drugs. So... The drug shit started becoming big in the 90s and then now the murder shit started getting crazy. So now New York is on some shit now. Now it's back to being on some 1980s shit. Like right now it's bad. COVID. Since COVID and all that, forget it. Forget it. The laws and shit. You could get caught out here with a fucking a, a million bricks in a van, nigga, that let you out the fucking jail the next day. It's a lot of, it's a lot of crazy shit. Seriously. Nah, nah, it's true. LA Mexicans will behead your ass out then the same in Texas. Yeah, but see, Mexicans here are the most nicest people in the world. And they're too far away from home, so they don't want a problem. Mexicans are the best. Believe it or not, Mexicans probably are some of the best residents we have in New York City. They mind their fucking business. They pay their motherfucking bills. These niggas work their ass off, and they get chicken here. They get, they get bread here. 
These Mexicans out here ain't looking like these niggas out here is driving fucking late model cars and houses, all that. These niggas is doing it out here. It's different over here. And they work. They they work. They let these niggas do the best landscapes. They they fucking build houses. These niggas do their thing. Yeah, watch the movies, The Warriors. Just watch that fucking movie. That's a that's a great example of what New York was in the early 80s pre-crack era. Nobody in there is dressed up in no jewelry and no fucking Jordans. These niggas were, niggas from New York were, oh, just watch the movie. Just watch the movie. You're going to see how New York is dressed and would have never known he was New Yorkers. You couldn't tell a New York dresser even as gangsters because they wore costumes. They all had uniforms. All these niggas had, these niggas was like a thousand deep having big meetings in the parks and Cretona Park and all these different parks in the Bronx. It was dangerous. The subway system, all these niggas, they, all these niggas was doing was killing niggas out here. It was crazy. The gang shit out here was bananas. But you knew a gang member because these niggas dressed, they had uniforms. All the gangs would wear uniform, but you know what I'm saying? We don't, <laughs> it's not that era no more. Your gangs in New York because dance crews overnight. Yeah, I'm telling you that breakdance era was the crack era. So it went from costumes to fucking dressing like a B-boy. And that B-boy shit is the shit we dealing with right now. That fucking shithole director, excuse me, I'm going to call him a shithole, but you know what I mean. He came into the bank because he was dressed like a fucking nigga. He wasn't dressed like a 19, early 80s nigga. He was dressed like the bum nigga era of the robbery era. This is the bum shit. You can't do that. That's what happened. It's a prom- That's why he got, that's what happened. That's why, that's why what happened happened. Because he did what the fuck he wanted to do. And he paid. He was almost paid his for his life for that. You know what? That nigga had did one false move and had been like, fuck that. I ain't cooperating. I did a movie. Y'all niggas going to respect me. I done made a billion dollars off that movie. They would have been like, bing, bing, bing. He complied instantly because it saved his fucking life. Because he looked like a fucking bum-ass nigga robbing a bank. Houston dudes... Yeah, man, don't fuck with the Seattle niggas. Them niggas is dangerous. Houston dudes wasn't gang banging like that. It was more territory defending and getting money. Remember, there was gangs all over the world. There's always been gangs. It's just gangs. The culture of the gangs was different then. These niggas would literally be in battles and all fighting a park. So it'd be a hundred niggas fighting another hundred niggas from one side of the Bronx from another side. But now... It, we got petty shit. Now niggas going in and kill your daughter. You know, these, these niggas is fucked up now. You got little dirty niggas that go in there and kill your moms and shit like that. So the, the the gang culture was was different back then. It was a whole different situation. That's why niggas have no idea. All these rap niggas y'all listening to, they don't know history. That's the thing. Like, you got to know history. It's like, if you a producer, you got to know history. You got to know music, right? So if you're going to be a person talking on YouTube, you got to know about this gang culture worldwide. This shit is a whole different thing. Like, understand, like, who who stole and who repped and who made it big, you know what I'm saying? But that's just what it is. If somebody was to say 5%, 5% nation was considered like a gang. It was peaceful, but they was like on some gang shit in jail because 5% was running New York City jails and prisons in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Tupac knew that. When Tupac was in jail, Blood and Crips wasn't big. It was about 5% nation and Muslims. It was about peace. They still there, you know what I'm saying? But now niggas don't come home with kufis on their head no more. Now niggas come home with sweatsuits talking about they banging. And that the word banging comes from the West Coast. It's not a that's not even a 
a West, a East Coast word. Banging is a West Coast. That's a, a West Coast phrase, man. You know, it's like fuck boy. Fuck boys from the South. You fuck boys. That's some. That's some Georgia, South Carolina shit. It was the dirty South first, and then it went from the to the trap, and now it's. Well, it's still trap, right? Yeah, still trap. But it was the dirty South in the late nineties. Shout out to Mike Jones. What up, bro? Um, Damon twenty three said, "Yeah, ninjas is coming back outside now. They're calling the pandemic the epidemic. So you know, crime is yeah because now niggas ain't getting that free money. So now niggas is robbing and stealing. Niggas is broke. So the more and more they see their rapper talking about bum ass nigga, you ain't got this jewelry on your neck. Everything is about taking it, taking it, taking it, robbing, robbing, robbing. Robbery is back now, especially here in New York. Robberies is huge. Robbery, Brooklyn, the Bronx. Bronx is fucking ground zero right now, but." That's what it's all about, robbery, robbery, robbery. Everything is about robbing a nigga because now you can rob a nigga now because you can put a mask on your face. That's all you got to do. Just put a fucking mask over your face and rob a nigga. That's, that's, what it, that's what the robbery game is right now because a cop seeing a dude with a hoodie and a mask on three years ago, they would have pulled him over with guns. Now they're like... It's COVID. Everybody got on masks. See what I'm saying? So the more and more now they're starting to take these mandates off, that's going to fuck up the game now because more niggas start taking off masks. Now niggas is going to start looking like 2019. Like, why the nigga got a fucking mask on his face at 2 o'clock in the day? I remember these niggas hit this store up, right? And it was one borough. The two niggas was walking down the block. They showed the security camera. They had on masks and hoodies. And I, I'm talking regular masks, the fucking masks, the COVID masks, and boom, they went in the store, bing, bing, bing. They ain't killed nobody, but they shot the whole fucking store up. When they ran away, they blended up with the society now. They got on masks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's going to look at nobody that has a mask as a weird. You could walk in the store right now, three o'clock in the morning with a mask. Think about it. It's COVID. The time, so it's all about the time. It's, it's not everything is about timing. The time now is the time. This is the time you could do a fucking lick on somebody. You know what I mean? Shout out to Wakanda. Yeah, Nate. I believe when you say uh, L.A. nigga didn't want to fuck with New York nigga, because L.A. niggas you know the mafia is about level crazy, right? So remember, L.A. has their culture, and we know it. They got their gang culture. We we respect it. The thing is, hip-hop didn't start in L.A. So who knows? Maybe that's some sort of thing where, hey, fuck it, nigga. We started gangster rap. L.A. started gangster rap. They started it. So what do we do? We follow that shit. So we followed it as a mode of admiration. But L.A. is like, yo, get the fuck out of here, nigga. Bad enough y'all niggas started hip-hop. We can't have gangster rap. Get the fuck out. And ain't that you know what I'm saying? Niggas gonna feel a way about that. Rightfully so. They're gonna feel a way. I would. Shout out to Obi-Wan stuff. Thank you for that super chat, big bro. I salute that. Appreciate that. Salute to you, big bro. It's my man right here, man. Obi-Wan stuff. Young cat. Smart nigga. He remind me of my man Overcondo. I got a lot of young niggas here. Where that nigga Mike at, man? Old ass nigga supposed to be teaching these niggas, man. Stop it. <laughs> That nigga Mike all over the place. That nigga gonna call me. Yo, I'm at the store, Nate. Yo, I'm at the pool hall, Nate. Yo, Nate, I'm at CVS buying some condoms. Oh, Nate, and now I'm getting some candy. Yo, I'm at McDonald's. Like, nigga, get the fuck home, nigga. Go home. Shout out to the line. Shout out to you. Thank you, big bro. Damon23 said, Reg Facts. 
that was everywhere. Defending terrorists. I think this new gang culture was a government conspiracy, but that's a conversation for another time. Yes, it is another conversation, but I'm going to say this much. What other better way to kill a black man is another black man to do it. Always remember that. If you, if you put another, if you're a white man and you want to kill another black man, you're going to do it to a black man. Because number one, you could get the job done for fucking kibbles and bits. He's going to kill a nigga for fucking $30. Number two, they're not going to investigate it. And even if they do, nobody would ever suspect you because you have nothing. To, who in the world is going to suspect a fucking white man killing a black man? The best way he does that is just inflict bullshit in your neighborhood. You know, we'll make the guns number one because ain't no black manufacturers making these fucking guns. We'll manufacture the clothes, put overpriced shit. Anything that we know niggas will support and buy, they're going to kill each other with it. Now niggas out here in New York, they're killing each other. They jumping out of BMWs and being Mercedes and robbing and killing niggas. It's bad. So the best way to kill a black man is to have another black man do it. So that's how you kill a race off. And it's so it's it's a small amount of us. So the white man knows, like, hey, we already know that we have we have a very bad temper. We know that we have we're very emotional, but they know they won't fuck with us. White man know that shit. White a real white man knows a nigga don't want to fuck with us because he know that if he do, he getting one hundred and fifty years. He rape a black woman, he doing twenty years in jail. He rape a white woman, that's a hundred fucking years in jail. Easily, he'll never come home, and he knows that. So. If they feel like doing crime and they're going to catch a lick, they're not going to fuck with the white man or anything that respect that he belongs to. They're going to go for that motherfucking black. Even though the white man got the money, he's going to go for that black man because at the end of the day, he get less time. God forbid. He knows it. In most cases, he may never even go to jail. But you, you kill that white man, nigga, they're going to find you. I don't give a fuck if it's 40 years later. That shit was vindicated. They will fucking find your ass. I seen niggas that was on the way out and they got caught. I'm like, damn, nigga was on the way out. The gang coaches like Charleston White said it was damn near any worse for black people than slavery. Right, like I said, well, listen, this is the problem with black people. Number one, the biggest gang in the United States is the government. So just understand that you don't want to fuck with them. Why? Because it's very simple. Federal government was made to deal with these issues. Federal jails are made to deal with these issues, right? You have a gang situation, nigga. You're going to a federal prison. Gangs don't lock the feds up. Feds lock gangs up. So just remember that. Shout out to explicit Mike. Motorcycle gangs are big out here in Vegas, Mongols, Hells Angels. Okay, now he's talking about something out there. Right. Motorcycle club and a pay. How many of them fucking gangs is fucking black? How many of them gangs out there, them Hell's Angels ain't got shit to do with niggas. It's probably like four niggas in the Hell's Angels. Tell me how them clubs got to do with black. I bet you they have nothing to do with no blacks. Telling you. What do you think about New York mayor wanting to ban drill? Um, He has to, man. You know what I'm saying? Because the New York mayor, this is the pressure. Federal government's like, yo, we don't play that gang shit here. We're not fucking Chicago. You know? Like, you'll never see a gang culture ever... What you see in Chicago and L.A., you'll never see in New York. That's just a government regional thing. It's just never going to happen. Never. They're like, we're going to kill niggas. Y'all going to do that shit in Chicago and L.A. Like, every state has their thing. The government is split up. And know this. New York City 
is the epicenter for a lot of things, but you'll never see the gang culture as out of control as it is there. So that's why you'll never see it. That's why when you have a gang situation happen here versus Chicago, you're going to pay a bigger price here. They do you dirty here. They do you dirty because they don't play that shit here. So the reason why they have to, uh, they're pushing the mayor to push against the drills because that's like, listen, we don't want these feds, the feds don't want you knowing it's really them because if the mayor lets these black brothers know, hey, y'all got to chill with this shit, they just going to be locking niggas up just because of affiliation and giving niggas football numbers. Feds make rules. They make their own fucking rules. So the mayor has to push that because the drill music is gang music. So niggas is dying. They got little 15-year-old kids, 14-year-old kids dying. So rightfully, he has to talk about it. So if he bans it, it's kind of his way of telling black folks like, yo, nigga, y'all need to stop doing this shit because these niggas is about to just put y'all on a, a fucking um, 50... 50,000 50, unit motherfucking Amazon style jail and just be locking your niggas up for life. And he's trying to basically let niggas know. So now that they doing so much of killing out here in New York, cause that drill shit hit so hard, even though it's from Chicago, then, you know, that's what it is. So, you know, it's, it's, it's deep. Yo, Nate, you had me tonight. Yeah. You, 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 you my man though, but you know what it is? That's how, that's how we do Cause I know you a real one for me talking shit. You ain't being no bitch. See, one thing I know about you, you ain't no pussy. That's one thing I respect about you. I know you ain't no bitch. I know that for a full fact. And that's what that's what I fuck with. That 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 could be New York. That that New York attitude, LA attitude. That's that's just a manly, respectful attitude that I gotta say. That is one thing I admire about you. I know you ain't no pussy. You know what I'm saying? That's just just on the strength of your persona. You know what I mean? So. I wouldn't expect you to do no sucker shit, but we 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 talking shit, and that's what shit do. You talk shit. It's like watching CNN or whatever thing you see, and niggas go through a debate, and they talk shit and throw each other under the bus and have a debate, and then they hug and sh shake hands at the end of it. <laughs> that's what I love about presidential debates. I just love the end. I like to see that. I used to love when Mike Tyson used to beat. Not saying I did that, but I used to like when Mike Tyson used to beat the fuck out of a nigga and then pick him up and kiss him on his forehead. I love that. That's called unity. That's real man shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Damon23. Damon said, I see ninjas all the time come back from jail with a matter of days and damn nearly killing niggas in the double digits. The police and state governments are behind the plate. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. Certain states now, they'll give you football. There's some states out here that then give niggas 100 years for killing niggas, but every state has their thing. New York, you get caught out here with a gun and you just passing through because you got a gun that you license in fucking North Carolina, you're doing three years in jail. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I could go to Texas and I see niggas carrying guns because they got license. I could go to Florida and see that. But the thing is, is that every city now, we got, this is the problem right now. Right now, and I hate to use the, the phrase, but social media plays such a significant role on music and LA started this gangster shit. And then when it hit, it hit gangster and then it hit motherfucking this dirty South. And then it started, listen, it hit the whole world. Basically LA started that shit. And now it ends up happening. A lot of niggas is intrigued by gangster rap. Cause they, the niggas swag is mad fucking wavy. And then niggas just went crazy. So same thing when that whole situation happened in Chicago and that nigga had New York uptight too, because 
Chief Keith had, he was like the new LA. If anything, there was one time niggas was niggas just got to the point where they retired from motherfucking. I think what you call it went dry for a little minute. Niggas stopped even fucking with it because everybody was jumping on, you know, Chicago's dick. Chief Keith had that shit up tight. 150 murders every weekend. Niggas was like, oh, these niggas is doing it up crazy. But they don't know that disciples and all these gangs came from these. I don't want to get too deep with this, I am, but let's just put it this way. New York City had the same gang culture going on the same time Chicago did. We talking in the 60s and 70s, so that was already a big thing in Chicago. A lot of niggas would be there. Chief Keith started. No, Chief Keith, he was the one that set it off in the gang mission and music. But these niggas been banging out in fucking Chicago, come on, 40, 50 years ago. Ain't nothing new. That They been on that. That's that's nothing. Look at good times, nigga. When JJ lived in the projects, nigga, like they had all those gangs. They had the disciples in fucking an episode of that. So that shit just went worldwide, and that's just what happens. Is music enhances it even more. It's like you could be cardinal official from 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 uh, you could be cardinal official from Canada, and you could be Drake. Gotta remember, you know what I'm saying? Cardinal Official wasn't enhanced by the internet the way Drake is. So Drake runs it on fucking Canada. You know, uh, Riri runs fucking Barbados. You know what I'm saying? So the internet, you know, that that plays a significant part. I don't even know where Kim Kardashian is from. I think she's from LA, but Kim Kardashian runs the fucking West Coast. You know what I'm saying? It's just what it is. Shout out to Damon23. Texas had prisons all over this. Texas Texas has prisons all over the well, remember, one of the biggest federal prisons in the fucking United States is in Texas. El Chapo's over there. But they got the room over there in Texas. Texas, look how big fucking Texas is. I think it's the largest, pretty much one of the largest states in the United States. But again, federal prisons, federal prisons are so gangster. A lot of times, let me tell you how strong feds are. This is the difference with feds in the state. Feds are the only ones that could change your identity legally. Right? So you do a crime and come in, you you could do a crime, be part of an investigation, get kill niggas in a process and niggas will let you free and give you a new name and actually give you a new identity and a new fucking place to live. The feds have that ability. Niggas don't. You know, you in a gang, you in a gang for life, right? But if you, if you, if you were the federal government, you was born Jacob Smith, and you cooperated with them niggas, they they are the only ones that could change your whole shit and give you a new fucking life outside of the gang. And you part of the, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. Shout out to T History. What up, big bro? Along with the dress code, niggas need to learn how to speak too. Well, the speaking will come with the dressing. Dressing is powerful, man. Clothes, clothes are powerful. Don't pay attention to Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, and Puff Daddy. They're rich. Don't pay them niggas no mind. Like, we, we can't look at them. We can't pay Fabulous and, you know, Jim Jones and Mano. These, these niggas all are filthy rich or just rich. So they are not, they have to be in the streets because... They have to do videos in the streets and show all that gangster shit because that's their music. They have to eat. That's what they got to do. They have to live the persona. But none of these niggas is living in no fucked up neighborhoods. So, again, don't go by them when these niggas don't even live. Like, they, ain't, they ain't living in the fucking trenches. They, they making you think that because they got to be 
hanging out with niggas in lawn chairs on the block and do whatever, but all that shit is propaganda. The problem is, is that they represent the culture by dressing the way they do. These niggas probably be at home in flip-flops, flip-flops and fucking do-rags when they're in the house, but when they come out, you know what I'm saying, it's a whole different situation. So that dress code is too affiliated with too much negative shit right now, so niggas got to start changing. When you see too many niggas, when you see niggas doing too much of the same thing, you got to switch the game up. It's not funny no more. You know what I'm saying? The real gangsters really advocated against the gang life in their music, but a lot of dudes that were squares really tried to glorify it in their music. We record labels love the profits, right? But this is what people don't understand. You're, you're absolutely correct about that. But the real gangsters don't look like, see, this is the perception that people don't understand. The real gangsters to you, you probably think of a hood nigga. He put in work, bodied a couple of niggas. Look at Alpo. Alpo. Alpo, niggas forgot. If you want to know what a gangster looks like in a black neighborhood persona, when a black culture, he looks like Alpo. And Alpo was a well-dressed gangster. Like he wore, he was hip hop, but he was he, he was tailored. He, that nigga stayed fly forever. Nigga, this is the thing. Yo, Alpo's a snitch. No, nigga, he was a killer. Fuck this snitch shit, nigga. The nigga literally did 20 years for killing like 20 niggas. So you kill 20 niggas, you're a killer. Fuck the snitch part. Fuck. So niggas know when they deal with Alpo, they ain't no talking that nigga. You gotta kill him because he's a killer. Point is what I'm making is people like Alpo, that's the persona, the sheepskin coats, the fucking tailored jeans, the sneakers, the Balenciagas, and blah, 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 all that bullshit. But what people don't understand, those Balenciagas was on a model that was wearing skin tight a male model wearing skin tight fucking, you know, uh, stretch pants and shit with a tight shirt and holes in it. We took it because we had the name and sound rich. It's expensive. It got a dope name and it's called ghetto. And now you think of it, what ends up happening, a dude is like, well, shit, how the fuck am I going to give me a pair of Valenciagas? He going to have to either scam or he going to have to rob or he have to sell drugs because you can't buy a pair of $1,000 sneakers. Some of these sneakers are $4,000 and they're not Jordans. So in order to with the way these high fashion sneakers, the kids are forced to do extreme shit, either to do a rob a bank, whether it's robbery or, or whether it's a scam of doing fake checks or they're going to sell drugs. If they can't sell the drugs, they're going to rob and steal. And that's the culture pushes us to do that. So we see all these niggas, that we think we look up to that's wearing all this high fly, high line shit. And that's what's doing all more damage. Like in other words, it's worse to watch Fat Joe and Jim Jones than it is to watch Jay-Z because Jay-Z doesn't dress like that anymore. Jay-Z's just more of a status dude. He's already Mr. Billionaire and all the above. Kanye, these niggas are walking. Kanye wears the same motorcycle boots every fucking day and, and he's worth $12 billion. So we're not looking at them niggas. Them niggas don't fit the persona. They just got the swag of the years of being in the industry. We look at all these other assholes that's wearing all the other high fashion shit. Belts is like fucking two grand. Niggas got 50,000. They on Instagram like, yo, my watch is fucking 150,000. No ice in there. I got the Audemars. 
And we and the, the niggas is hearing that and they're like, well, damn, I can't even be no bum ass nigga. So they gotta be able to go able to do these things, going to stores and high fashion stores. Remember when COVID first started, it was going to them stores, breaking them stores up with the whole situation that happened when a dude got killed by the cop. So there's a lot of pressure on us to do stupid shit because we have our culture puts the pressure on you by telling you what you need to buy instead of us buying tech and a whole bunch of nice shit that we could be bigger with. They, they want you to go out here and do crazy shit. So beware of that shit, man. Be careful. Shout out to T history. You write about that regional policing cause here in Boston is crazy, but before it's out of control, they shut it down. But remember we original colonies, we got a representation hole. First and foremost, Boston been dangerous. That's what niggas don't understand. Like, see, this is the problem with niggas. They think just because you don't got a rapper from Boston, the current rapper that went platinum, they can't be lit up there. First and foremost, them niggas is dangerous in Boston. Boston's always been a murder city. It's always been like that. And we ain't talking about five years ago. That shit been like that since the fucking 80s. Everything was fucked up practically in the 80s in these big cities. You know what I'm saying? The DMV, Boston, New York City, Jersey, Newark. All these shit's been like that. Motherfucking... Um, North Carolina, Atlanta, all these shits. The niggas was been killing. Niggas had to, when I was a kid, they was doing Atlanta murders, nigga. I was watching the Jet magazine every year. There was a black dude with an afro killing fucking mad people every week. So shit been crazy. And some of these things taint areas forever. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to explicit. Body language is too. Not just for a woman, but also in a professional world. But body language is your dressing, big bro. Body language is your dressing. Let me tell you something. You want to you get a lit Instagram as a man, as a black man, take pictures in suits. Because if, you, if, if, you, if you're not taking, if you ain't taking no pictures with about $100,000, $200,000 worth of jewelry, a pair of Balenciagas on your fucking feet on the Chanel's, you can forget it. You can forget it. Fuck Jordans and Yeezys now, nigga. Your, your sneakers got to be a minimum of $1,500 with that damn athletic bullshit. So the suit... Why get a pair of sneakers when you could get a fucking $500 suit of shit on niggas? You take a nice suit with the knife cuff links, nice shirt, nice fucking incredible haircut, went to the barber press. Just... <sighs> niggas don't be dressing, man. So you're, you're dressing. You can dress. Once you dress, you're going to talk different. That's the power of what a suit does, man. I'm telling you, every video I did, when you had, every video I did on YouTube on the streets of New York and I had a suit, I talked different than when I had dress down day. Dress down day is the worst thing that happened to black men. They told a nigga to dress down on a Friday and that's all he do. Child of the Damon. There's a prison in Beaumont. Some of the toughest criminals don't want to go. Well, the toughest criminals is in upstate New York because all the niggas, all the jails is up in the mountains up here. We don't have no big prisons here in New York City. All them shits is upstate. All them fucking max prisons is upstate. My cousin did a 24-year-old bid, 24-year bid in a max from beginning to end in an upstate jail. So, like, you know, so it wasn't like he was doing that shit in Brooklyn, but he was doing that prison stint with niggas from Brooklyn, niggas from the Bronx. Everybody they sent up north, they don't even want them around here. They put them up there in the fucking boom docks. 
Yeah, all them goofy sneakers. Listen, there's some sneakers that look so good. There's some shit that like Ronald McDonald shoes. But if that name is on there and somebody on Instagram wore that shit and a celebrity wore it, and now a nigga in the hood got it, it's going to give him certain powers. Nigga got a pair of $3,500 sneakers on his feet. Who's going to tell him anything? How you think he got it? So if niggas see he wearing that, now nigga got six pairs. Nigga got six pairs of sneakers that add up to $12,000. Come on, nigga going to be like, yo, how we going to do this? It, it it's it's just it's just uh that's just how it is, man. Like j- there's a lot of prisons in New York, a lot of fucking prisons, a lot. But no prison is built like a fucking federal jail. You got a you can have a state max, <laughs> you can have a state prison, and you got a federal prison. You put a motherfucker next to a state maximum security prison next to a federal maximum security p- prison. That shit looks like a fucking. Let me tell you what a state maximum security prison looks like. It looks some like some state of the art shit. It's usually a fucking color that blends in with the world, and it's some modernized looking shit that is something you could never imagine. So what happens with that type of jail, it's a whole different dynamic. You see a nigga leaving a state prison, federal nigga could pull a nigga out of a state prison, but a nigga can't take a nigga out of a federal jail. That's the difference. Feds rule everything. Can't don't play with no fucking fed, man. Um, now Offset dressing like those white people, the odd dress. Yeah, but Offset was just out here in Brownsville, Brooklyn with the disciples throwing up gang signs. So I don't know what that nigga doing. See, the thing is with Offset, a lot of niggas on his dick because he look like a New Yorker. He don't like a country nigga. That's why niggas fuck with Offset because he look like a nigga that's about his his business. Offset look dangerous. He just got a, he just got a, he just has an image. That's why niggas like him. Offset looked like he could be from Compton. He like he could be from fucking... He looked like a nigga that can be from New York or he looked like a nigga that could be from L.A. He just got a certain look and niggas image out of that whole group of Migos. He's the one that, that looked the most dangerous. I'm not saying he is. He looks it. You know what I'm saying? Niggas like him. You know, people go by that. When Game was out there, Game was the image of, of G-Unit. Even though he was a goofy nigga, he still was a blood, and niggas was like, oh, shit. And that's just, image is everything, man. Image is everything. And that's why I tell black brothers, like, don't get it fucked up, because, you know, there's always a hater, well, you don't do such and such. Yeah, but nigga, I own plenty of suits. That's the difference with me. I own plenty of suits, plenty of shoes, plenty of fucking, plenty of shirts, Plenty of belts, plenty of ties. I have a a sick wardrobe of shit that we all should start wearing a lot more. Let's say for that. Feel me? Like you could brag about that. You can't brag when you talk about you got a whole bunch of Balenciagas, Jordan. That's ghetto shit. You you can brag when you got yourself suits. That gives you bragging rights because nobody expects a black man to wear that anymore. Only time we wear that shit is a funeral or a fucking damn. Um, a sentence, you know what I'm saying? That's not cool. It does play a part. When the judge sees you dress, listen to how, how powerful a suit is. Do you know if a judge sees you in a prison suit, street clothes, or a suit, the suit is going to hold a lot of weight. Plays a significant role. That's why the lawyers wear the suits, because why? The judge has to take you seriously, nigga. You know, that's the most supreme uniform is a suit. 
Wear a suit. Get, get go to a good tailor, nigga, and wear a nice suit. And let that nigga dress you. Go to the man's warehouse. Do one of them little type of styles. You got like a local place. And let that nigga tell you, yo, man, I don't know how to dress. I need some help. Pick one of them fly niggas in the store that know how to dress. Like, yo, I'm going to fuck with you, fam. And tell that nigga to help you out. And you'd be surprised. You know what I'm saying? A man knows how to dress a man. So once you come through and you, you see a woman, they're going to be like, yo, I'm telling you, it's different. And I'm a big guy. I'm a tall dude, but when I wear when I wear a suit, my side, I'm a 54A suit. So my suit's already athletic cut. Do you know your cut? I'll tell you, you know, measurements is important. 19 inch neck, 54A shoulders. My, my arms is 39 inches. You know what I'm saying? You gotta know all that shit, man. That shit is important. Your inseam, everything. When you wear, when you wear slacks, and they they because there's no more. When you wear slacks, everything's supposed to be down. They're cutting everything down now because of European cut. So your shit got to be tailored to fit. And when you tailored to fit, nobody could tell you nothing. You have strangers like, wow, what a nice looking young man. Woman ain't going to compliment you. You're not going to get compliment. You want to put an impression on somebody, you're not going to get a compliment from a woman dressed in fucking dungarees and motherfucking sneakers. You're just going to look like everybody else. You separate the boys to the men. Niggas see you in that motherfucking suit. They gonna know shit is real. You know what I'm saying? They know it's different because the average cat, the average cat doesn't do that. The average cat doesn't dress. You know, my father used to always tell me, he said, Junior, you gotta get a suit. I remember my father took me to a place downtown Manhattan like in 2005. I still got those suits. See, suits you could keep forever. Because you, you can move with time. You could always get them up and you could get them down. So I, I tell people how important it is, man, where a man in a suit is a mystery. You could listen to me. You you could be in a suit and have no job and look like a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like you you'll have I don't care if you're fat, short, tall, it don't matter. But if you're a tall man, he can't play no games. He gotta be on point because. The thing is, when people model, they always want to put a model in woman 5'8", but they want that man to be tall because they want to see. Like, out of every, everybody in hip-hop, if there was ever a model, a person to model a suit, I think the only dude that could probably model a suit when it came to physical, believe it or not, would be Jay-Z. Jay-Z probably got the best physique for a suit. A lot of niggas in hip-hop can't say that. You can't put CeeLo, like CeeLo can't be that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Because he would be representing more of a zone of a heavy set, man, which is all good. It'd be a big, but big, but tall is going to be the, the, the way to go, you know? Like Snoop Dogg would probably look good in the suit, you know what I'm saying? That's why I felt the same thing with, with the whole, um that um Super Bowl thing. I didn't like how anybody was dressed. I didn't like Mary J. Blige looked like a stripper. Um, Dr. Dre was wearing black with the white sneakers. He was just, come on, bro. Like, put on nice, you know what I'm saying? They could have did better. Um, Snoop Dogg, come on, bro. We we get it. We know the deal. We know you crip. But Snoop, Snoop, Snoop can't dress. 50 Cent's a horrible dresser. There was nobody that dressed good on that thing. Eminem was the only nigga that probably did his regular shit and just, but he wasn't dressed. Niggas just dress. They don't want to. People feel that they don't feel comfortable with it. When you wear a suit, it's different. That's why when you see Steve Harvey, one thing about that nigga, I give him that motherfucker dresses his ass off. 
that nigga Steve Harvey dresses his fucking ass off. You hear me? And he used to wear some wax suits. I didn't like his suits in the early 2000s. He used to wear zoot suit shits. But once he got his TV show, he started dressing better. Shout out to Explode. Explode said, thoughts on people saying cornrows, dreadlocks, unprofessional. I disagree with that. If you carry yourself, wear a suit, you can fucking do that. You wear the right suit, you can wear cornrows, get a nice pair of spectacles, and fuck shit up. Especially if those cornrows are fresh. It's professional. It all depends on what you're dressing. And dreads, forget it. Come on. Like, I didn't grow my dreads to hang out. I grew my dreads so I could style my hair. I didn't even, my hair, my hair hasn't got done since December. Wait till I, you, you look on the stage when I did my shit. When I get my shit styled and my motherfucking hairdresser styles my shit, forget it. I'm untouchable. Once I put a nice shirt on and some slacks, it's fucking over. Women be approaching the nigga like, Wow, you are a nice looking man. I get that shit. I get these young chicks looking like, wow, I love his hair. They love that. But they don't give me no compliments with my hair when I'm in fucking dressing with they because they don't respect that. It's like this nigga got a pair of flip-flops on. How the fuck am I gonna respect him? He's he got the same shit I got on my feet. But when I come through and I separate with that grown man shit, they respect that. So cornrows and dreads can look professional. If you're wearing the right things and if your shits are done, you got naughty, fucked up dreads, not even naughty because nappy's in. It's all about style. It's See, to nappy, to have a nappy head, it's a style now. But if that suit is killing it, you see Jay-Z, if that nigga Jay-Z got a pair of dungarees and sneakers, he's like regular. But if that nigga put on an ill suit and he got that dread shit with a nice pair of light shades, he fucking shit up. Shout out to Jay Speed. What up, big bro, brother? I love you. But you know I'm going to give you some pushback on this one piece. I love, I hope you... <laughs> he talking about the title, man. Yeah, but see, the thing is with Jay Speed, Jay Speed, you know what I'm saying? He don't dress like... A nigga like Jay Speed don't dress like that. He He's a dude that dress like what I'm talking about. Like, this is a brother that... And I seen you, Jay Speed. I seen when you was showing us around your office at work... And if I'm not mistaken, nigga, you had a college shirt on and pants. You was even dressed down. I don't know if that was your uniform, but that's a good thing about uniforms. Uniforms are uniforms. Like, you want to see a bus driver driving a bus with a fucking hoodie on? Or you want to see that nigga wearing a nice uniform with a hat? You know what I'm saying? But the, the, the reality is that we as men have to stop trying to do what the white man does. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like let him do what the fuck works for him. I'm not white. Like me coming out of a car, me me stepping out of a car and him stepping out is two different things. You know what I'm saying? They say the white man's tall, dark, and handsome. I'm like, all right, well, I guess that's what they said for a white man. But from the era I came from, tall, dark, and handsome was a nigga that was black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Again, I, I always tell people I ain't trying to be with the white fuck what the white man's trying to do. Like the bank the bank the make the best best impression on a on anybody, white, black, or anybody is a well-dressed black man. That is one thing that's very important for us. Well, a lot of niggas don't know their shirt size. You ask the average nigga, what's your shirt size? You know what he going triple XL. No motherfucker. What's your shirt size? They don't know what you say. How much, how big is your neck? How big, I'm, I'm just saying this now. I said it before. I'm just saying it for Jay. A lot of niggas don't understand that. So, you know, a lot of niggas don't know how to tie a tie. A lot of niggas put a clip on out here. A lot of niggas don't 
don't know how to tie a tie. So that's important. So with me, I feel now, and you know what, J-Speed, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, J-Speed, you was on the show, and I know you didn't get to tell Kevin Samuels this, but I'm going to be honest with you, big bro. My man sent me that video. I was so impressed with Kevin Samuels preached on this dressing shit. The nigga Kevin Samuels came on the chat for like 15 minutes. He was out. I don't think JSP was able to get his part in there, but I wish that would have been. I wish I would have seen it, but I ain't going to lie, man. I'm, I'm riding with a, I'm riding with Kevin Samuels 150,000 percent with that black man got to dress better, man. I don't know how long it's going to take. I hopefully get in the process of it this year, but we need to do better with that shit. You know what I'm saying? I think I think that's one of the biggest issues that I feel. Us as black men, we need to start doing more. Even you listen, I, I know what it is. We get lazy. There's nothing like just you got a sneakers here, you got shoes here, you got flip flops. Shit, I could go to the fucking. I gotta go put some gas in the car. Fuck, I'm gonna put these flip flops on. Ain't nothing more comfortable than that. But you gotta remember. Now you wear the shit tomorrow. Then you wear the next day. Now you wearing the fucking same fucking flip flops in the house. You know what I mean? Like. It's to the point where these twenty dollar flip flops are so comfortable, you get complacent, and that's that's just not, it's not good. Um, what do you say, Nation of Islam? Damon Twenty Six, Nation of Islam, and the conscious community in the eighties and nineties really helped brothers and sisters recover from poverty and drugs inflicted. And uh, we don't have that no more, though. Yep, we don't have that no more. Nope, we don't have that anymore. That's what's sad. The Nation of Islam was big with that. Not to say that Islam doesn't exist anymore, but we've oversaturated that now to the point where, psh, do you even see any of these brothers at the, the lights anymore? Giving out the final call? I don't. I don't see them. Let me tell you something. If you buy a car, well, you have a dealership. My boy works in a dealership in BMW called Edison Open Rotary and BMW in Edison, New Jersey. You know, one thing I love about, shout out to my nigga Larry. Go see Larry. Let him know. Y'all y'all go see Larry. Make sure you call me though. You know what I mean? That's my guy. My man Larry, this nigga dresses to impress. I said, yo, what is about this nigga's BMW that looks so different? I said, because Larry stays fly. And his level of fly is head to toe. The nigga's shoes, all that. And one thing that I love about that dealership, they ain't into all that, like, y'all gonna wear some fucking polo shirts and all that bullshit. No, these niggas make sure that everybody's suited. You know why? Because people are spending big money in this dealership. And now that they got this, well, they was doing this in the old dealership, but the new one is across the street. And yo, you know how it looks to have white floors, white ceilings, and see black Asian, Hispanic, and white brothers and women. Everybody's dressed in professional suit. Oh. Like it makes you feel underdressed. You know what I'm saying? Like I walked into the dealership one time with fucking flip flops, Nike socks, and I know I said, I said, I can't be doing this no more. I remember the day when I was sitting down at my man's by his desk and I'm looking at myself and I'm looking at this. I'm like, yo, I can't believe I walked into this dealership with fucking damn Jim's gym shorts, socks, as comfortable as this was. I felt uncomfortable in there. I didn't, I didn't like the way I felt like I really felt as if like now my money got to talk for me. You know what I mean? Like that. I didn't like that feeling. 
And I'll never forget that. Like, I literally was like, yo, big bro probably got me looking crazy. So let me tell you another story. I remember I was going to the strip club, right? So my man was like, yo, meet me down in Queens on this block or whatever, whatever. And I was on Queens Boulevard. I jumped out of my car. Now, listen, check out. I went to the gym. I left my sneakers in the trunk. I had on, you know, the, the fitted shirt, but, you know, it was clean. I had my shorts and my my tights with the with the with the with the, the Nike socks. My shit was, you know, I was on some football looking wear, right? And I had my toys. You know, <laughs> you know, my man was like, "Yo, what the fuck, you wearing slippers in a strip club?" I'm like, "Nigga, I just got back from the gym. I'm not what I can go." And you know what I learned? When you know you're not dressed right, you make excuses. And I was like, what the fuck, nigga? I ain't pressing nobody here. Nigga, I got my sneakers in the car. But he was like, nigga, you got on fucking slippers. And it's funny because my man, I never seen this nigga wear slippers outdoors. Even though they were slides, we call them slides. They are slides. He still was right. And I remember the awkwardness because then I was, he was making me self-conscious. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, niggas wear these shits. Niggas wear them. And it was funny because it wasn't that it was a mode of me. Because we all tend to like, well, look at him. Look at him. The thing with my man was telling me, I'm surprised you did that. And that's the part that hit me. Because he was like, I'm I get it, nigga. But I'm surprised you came in here like that. Like, you might as well just wore the sneakers. And I was like, okay, I get it. And this is recent. I will never forget that. So we get comfortable and then we get offended when people tell us shit. So a lot of times we got to catch ourselves. But in regards to to Kevin Samuels, I'm going to definitely give him a, 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 a hundred plus on this. He is a hundred thousand percent correct. He's a hundred thousand percent correct. Black men need to start dressing better and a lot of y'all youtube niggas you gotta start doing better sometimes man it's good to you know again some people could wear like i could wear some simple shit and still make sure my presentation's on point i'm just saying one way or another whether it's at work whether it's for play whether you're going on a date whether it's once a month get involved into feeling good you know when covid hit i haven't been to church for two years man i still got shirts from the cleaners that never been opened and I got everything tailored and fit and everything is ready. But, you know, at the end of the day, I've been bad with it myself. You know what I mean? So I know that this is not necessary. That's why I always said if I have my own talk show, I'm going to be fucking dressed to the part every day. And you got to respect it. You know, what? let me tell you something. Steve Harvey has this um this court show. You know what he does purposely? This nigga will run out into the court and like doing that joke. You know, how he laugh all crazy just to let niggas know how that fucking suit fits you. And that's another thing too, man. The way for the way good clothes fit your body. That's a real big deal. And that's what I was telling Mike. I'm like, yo, Mike, you be having these fucking oversized shirts. You can't do that anymore. 2022. I mean, if y'all niggas got some weight on you and you feel like, oh, I just try to hide the weight. Well, just wear a black shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, just wear some black shit, or you know? But don't wear no oversized shit to the part where you looking like you in a struggle. You know what I'm saying? And again, if this, you feel this conversation is a thing where you like, you want to dress the way you want, well, then don't listen to it. You know what I'm saying? But this does play a part. So you can listen to any video about getting pussy. Trust me when I tell you, 
you start dressing better, a woman will acknowledge that. Women now, there's a big demand for that because so many niggas look like fucking bums. So if you do that, it'd be different. Oh, shout out to Nation Islam, 21 years. See? But remember, one thing about me living in New York City, slightly off the topic, I mean, I grew up with the Nation Islam, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I got so many brothers around me, I ain't gonna put their names out there because they low-key, but you know, it was about a peaceful mode. It's, it's different right now. Let me tell you something about me. I never let a brother with the final call ever pass by me without supporting them. Even if I'm buying a bean pie. You know why? Because now it's rare. And bean pies are good. <laughs> but if a man, you ever seen them brothers? Think about it. Like, if you see a crackhead or you see somebody begging for change, what's the first thing you do? You look at them, right? Why is it the brother with the final call to pass him by to not give him nothing is a disrespect. These niggas be suited. Like, these niggas be fresh, man. And it's almost a disrespect to not give him nothing. Because you're out there selling these newspapers, like, and you ain't even looking like a bum. So I feel if that, if, that, if, if we could all start changing that, forget it. And I feel that the, 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 the ones that have to do it to change it, I believe the trendsetters have to get more involved in that. Yeah, shout the African cartel. Yeah, I was talking about that. The niggas almost, he almost got, dude, I was talking about it. anybody joining the show right now. Yeah, he said, look what happened to the end. I said that. He almost got shot. I looked at the whole video, man. You know what bothered me the most about that video with um, Ryan Coogler? It was the time when he turned around. He's at the window. And he had to put his hands up. And I'm looking at this nigga. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Then when he went back to the cop car, he had to ask the cop to take off his shades. I'm like, yo, bro. What, what are you? I got to put a sound effect for this one. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome. Black man, let's change it. Black man. <laughs> Yo, black man, we have to change, man. Let's work on that, man. We have to change, change clothes. Play Jay-Z song. Change, change clothes. Let's work on it. Please. Jay Speed said, I can give you the 2000 two brothers who was hauling up with the tree with the, I guess he got more things to say there. I read half of it. Marcus Garvey is departed when one of the best suits was ever made. Let me tell you something, man. We we have to get back and get back into, you know, listen, man, y'all fellas, man, go to the nail salon, man. Get a pedicure. Get a manicure. Watch how a woman look at you. She gonna be like, let me tell you something about a woman. You think that shit look gay? Go into a motherfucking get a pedicure. Watch how the woman like, damn, I wish my man had come up in here. They fuck around and be taking pictures of you. The girls will be taking pictures of you getting your shit done because that's showing a level like, damn, this nigga taking care of his nails like that. That nigga got his dick and balls must smell great. You know what I mean? You w- Women look at that mode of, you know, the level of taking care of yourself is everything. That's your that's that's like taking care of your health. You take care of that dressing. 
take care of your hygiene. You cut, you groom, you groom your beard. Some of y'all niggas' beard smell. Get involved into that shit. Yes, I'm hearing girls tell me, yo, Nate, you be talking all this shit, but a lot of niggas' beards be stinking. That's some shit that a girl's telling me to talk to y'all about. That's important. Like, a lot of y'all niggas be washing your face. Y'all be trying to keep that dye out your beard because you got that shit dye up in there. Niggas squash that shit. That shit is your face. That shit pulls up germs. It's like a nose, it's a cavity. Like, wash that. That shit is important. Explode said, I got a thing for ratchet women. I get bored with the, the bland chicks, but I know that BS comes from those women. How you recommend? Let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something, Explode. We have a lot of elevators here in New York. Let's give you a scenario. If you come on an elevator and you come on an elevator with four ratchet girls and you a 40 or 30 year old nigga and you got your Jordans, they just going to be like, yeah, whatever. He I, right, you know, he cute, his sneakers is decent, typical nigga. You come on that same elevator with four ratchet motherfuckers, they, they'll, they'll talk different. Because now they don't know they're in the presence of a man. They're going to be like, damn, nigga smell good. Look at his shoes, look at his coat, look at his hair, look at his shades, look at his glasses, look at his briefcase. They're they going to see that whole shit on a whole entire different level. Even the ratchetest chick will respect that because it's almost like, that's like being on the elevator and you got police officers that walk on there with the uniform. Uniforms demand that attention, right? So the same thing with a black man when he's dressed in a suit, it's a difference. It's a difference. It's a whole different whole situation. Oh, he, oh shit. Shout out to Explicit. Shout out to Explicit. Explicit said, I try to tell him, J-Speed, he respectfully disagrees. <laughs> hold on, hold on. He said, this is a double-edged sword you're dealing with. The people who was trying to stop them little black girls from going in that school for the first time was wearing suits. Um, No, listen to, listen to this. Listen to this, J-Speed. Listen to this. Mike is not a dresser. Go to Mike's. You, you, I seen you with tailored suits, bro. I, I mean, with tailored shirts. You, I seen you, bro. I seen you with tailored shirts. You OG, so you came from that era. No matter how much you try to defend this, you came from that era. Mike is not a dresser at all. Mike can't wear a t-shirt right. Mike's t-shirts, my nigga, is like a size 3X. Mike Mike doesn't know his shirt size. I've seen that. You know what I'm saying? I, I've seen Mike on Instagram for the past, what, year and a half? I've never seen that nigga suited. I've never seen him even wearing no fashionable shit. So, again, he's promoting the fact that this man should have not, should have not, but yet should have not went in that bank that way. So, J-Speed, you telling me if a nigga knock on your door at 4 o'clock in the afternoon with shades on his head, a skull cap, and a mask over his face with a baggy-ass hoodie, you telling me right now that you're not going to sit there and say, who's this? Come on, big bro. You know that. Come on, bro. You come from the area. You know better. And I know you know. You know these, you know these young brothers is running out of control. If you at least the young brothers from the fifties, you older than me. So at least them brothers from the fifties, when them niggas was gangsters, these niggas was running around in suits and suits and suits and fucking uh, derby hats. Come on, black people in the early nineteen thirties wore nothing but suits, right? But explicit. That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. You have you have to be accountable for that. 
We can't keep stop. We got to stop blaming a white man for what we need to do. You understand? We as black people need to dress better. The end. Because more black people dress better, the ones that's watching us will dress better. They will do better. We need to do better with that, big bro. Come on. We got to do better than that, Mike. We got to do better than that. Well, he said, well, 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 he said, well, how we was treating black people in the early 1900s wore nothing but suits. Where? Jay Speed, it wasn't happening in New York like that. You're from the South. Slavery wasn't happening in New York City like it was in the South, big bro. Come on now, ghost. Slavery. Listen, you can't compare brothers wearing suits in the 1930s in, in Alabama versus New York City. It's a big difference, bro. That shit wasn't happening out here like it was. We wasn't picking cotton and shit up here. Shit wasn't happening like that up here. That's not true. You can't look at it like that. You can't you you can't co-sign that black man should still go out wearing urbanized hoodies and you know what I mean? I I think we need to do better with that. Cause trust me when I tell you, if that brother was up in there dressed more fuck fashionable, if he was dressed better, and we know what that means, he that shit would have never happened. It would have never happened like that, especially in 2022. They ain't fucking around. Niggas don't want to get in the way of no racist shit out here no more. Thoughts on black pro pro already being in the US before slavery. Well, we're we gonna get to that, bro. That that that's gonna have to be another conversation. Cause I think I'm gonna have to just I'm gonna have to reopen this tomorrow. Y'all gonna have to get on the get on the, the channel. I mean um the panel, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> New York slavery was dead in the early 1900s. Black dudes for no yeah, that's what I'm told these niggas. That's what I'm telling them. Black, black, you, you see what was you see what was happening in Harlem back in the day, nigga. Like blacks and Italians was up there working together. They shit was crazy. That shit wasn't like it was in the suit. Nah, it wasn't in the South. South, South, that slavery shit was down there. It wasn't happening in New York like that. Definitely not. Not like that. Thank you, Vaughn Lee. I appreciate you sharing that. The ghost speeds. I have 10 suits in my closet and two tuxedos. Right. How many niggas own a tuxedo? I don't even own a tuxedo. I've rented one. I wore one tuxedo in my life, and that was my prom. See what I'm saying? But I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that he would own that now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, hold on, hold on, Mike. You hear what? Mike, did you hear what Ghost just said? Did you hear what the Ghost J Speed just said, Mike? You thought he was on your side, nigga. Listen to what he just said. Now, Ghost is going to talk about slavery been here forever. I understand it. He's right. But listen to this. He said he has 10 suits in his closet and two tuxedos. Now, Mike, we've been doing this show for two hours and 40 minutes. Not one time did you tell me that you own how many suits you own in your closet. Now, it's too late right now. But if you own, if you was prideful about dressing, you would have said with the, a man that's prideful about his dressing. He ain't going to tell you that he got 40 pairs of Jordans. He's going to tell you, I got 10 suits in my closet and two tuxedos. Come on now, Mike. Two suits. You're almost 40 years old with two suits. That's That's terrible. What if you get a job, nigga, that requires a suit? You have to go out and buy suits. That's not that's not good. The fact that you almost 40 years old, you only got two suits is terrible. 
you should have at least a week worth of suits, at least five. I wore my house to the, the, the house signing. For what? You ain't got to do all that. That's a, that was unnecessary. <laughs> at least you're not lying, but right. But who cares about, you don't need a suit to write to the house signing. Like the lawyer, the lawyer may ride a suit because he's a lawyer, but everybody else in there getting that chicken, they ain't going to be in there. They're just going to get their check and be out. But why would you wear a fucking suit to a damn a house a house signing or you 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 wearing a suit to sign off for 30 years to pay off a loan? What what sense does that make? I could see you going to wear the suit to the bank because you was trying to get a small business loan. Then I could see that. But why would you wear the suit? You already got the loan already. It makes no sense. That don't that don't mean shit to wear to a closing? Nah. Nah, you don't need to look professional for a closing. You look professional, nigga, when you're trying to get that small business loan because you're walking in the bank for that first impression. But the credit, the, the, the shit's done. You're closing. It's already, I don't care if you wore underwear in that motherfucker. You're good. You know what I'm saying? You need to work on that, brother. And I know what you're going through on the, you know, the little job thing we talked about. I understand that. But you can't be, if you are unemployed, Hypothetically, and you have two suits at the age of 40. You got to think like this. I don't judge too much with age, but to have two suits close to the age of 40, that's a problem. And you're a single man. That's a problem. You need to take, you need to take heed to what JSP just said. He said, I never said we wasn't wet. We wasn't, we shouldn't wear suits, but after going back and looking at it, videos disturbed it. I work in show business for 35 years, and I know a lot of actors who got to the bank and discreet. Well, listen, Jay Speed, that's why I'm trying to let Mike know. He letting it be known that he doesn't disagree because clearly he doesn't because any man that tells you he got 10 suits and two suits. Listen, do you understand tuxedos? Most people, I forgot about that. Most people never had a tux. And most people rented one. So just imagine you own two tuxedos. Come on, that's big. That's big. There's a lot of niggas out here that passed away, you know, that niggas had to go buy a suit for them. Niggas didn't have a suit in their closet. They had to go get a sock for them to put in the box. Think about that. Now, you ain't got to look professional for no closing, my brother. Not at all. You look, you, you don't got to, there's a lot of other things you can look, you ain't got to look professional for that. It's a closing. You just signing the contract. Ain't no big deal. Now you want to look close. You want to look professional when they taking, you know, they're showing you different houses. And like I said, if you walked into a bank and you're trying to get a small business loan or whatever, whatever, or you're trying to, you know, sell your business or you got something that you want to put on Amazon and you got meetings with executives, that's different. But for a closing for a black man, so what? That's not, you know what I mean, you could wear anything with that. <laughs> don't think you get that be hard. Nah, nah, you can't. Don't get the feelings that you're getting hard, brother. We these we we men, we men. No emotions here, men. We men, we men, we men. I got you, big bro. I fuck with you. You know, we 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 we. we I talked me and you dealing with something. We talked about something personal, man. I would never talk about that shit here. But come on, B. We men. Y'all saw the video of what happened to the dude that killed Dolph. They destroyed him in prison. Oh, they did. I'm not surprised at that. I'm not surprised at that, but 
you know, you see the little hood niggas, you see what they did, little little niggas in hoods, killed Dolph. Little niggas in hoods ran into the Mercedes Benz. Come on, man. We, 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 what are we doing? If them niggas had jumped out of there and did that murder with suits, nobody would have never believed it. They would have been like, how the fuck? Two black men in suits. Where the fuck we going to find that at? <laughs> I never said don't wear a suit. I'm just saying let's not wear it to make racist people feel comfortable. You just made people feel comfortable. You just said you wanted to make an impression for the people that you were signing a house with. So you tried to make an impression too. You went to the closing with the suit. And you say, do it for yourself. Nah, it's not do it for yourself, nigga. It's a, to do it for yourself. We, listen, if we was doing it for ourselves, we'd be wearing hoodies. and We doing it for ourselves when we wearing hoodies and slippers. If we not... We got to get past to do it for yourself. Make an impression. Make the world look better. It looks good when everybody's dressed right. You know what I miss about most living, working in Midtown and downtown Manhattan? Back in the day, you know what I miss the most? I miss the array of everybody dressed in business suits and the woman dressed in business. Oh, man. Beautiful shoes and heels. I miss that. I miss that. Everybody now dressing like they're going to the fucking gym. It's terrible. He wrote a note on, on, on the back of his withdrawal slip. Please do not count my money out because people watching, people were more wear hoodies in college camp and walk around the city with no problem. Right, but they're in college walking around the city. I live around some of the biggest. I got Columbia University up the block from me. My point is what I'm saying to you is this, J-Speed, that's not going to fly walking around colleges and hoodies. I still wouldn't suggest a black man to do that. However, no black man should be writing a fucking note and put on the back of it and say, please do not count my money out because people watching me. That shit is just looking crazy. Son was, listen, J Speed, when you worth, my man's a million. I was on the phone with this nigga today. He lives in Florida. He said, he's white. He said, even on his level, he got to deal with a manager or a certain person that's going to deal with him one-on-one. They have a designated window on a person to deal with people with that type of money. So the fact that he came in there with that note, he was, his shit was all crazy. Listen, nigga, I got a bank. I call my, you know what I mean? You're supposed to have your person in the, in the jump off. You know, my man's doing this thing. He's supposed to have, you're supposed to have the person in the jump off that you know. That like, listen, I'm going to get you, you know what I mean? Bing, bing, bang, I'll be there at three. Like, he's not supposed, his status, he shouldn't have been, the way he did it was all wrong. Ask any banker, trust me, they'll tell you, he did it all wrong, especially at his financial level. We can have a conversation about this. Yeah, yeah, we're going to definitely, we're going to definitely do that. Listen, like I said, Ghost, I may be back tomorrow, but we definitely, I know I know the people, I don't want to lose them too much, but I know Mike is trying to make his. Because <laughs> listen, this, this is the deal. This is what happened. Go see. G- uh, Mike thought he had a friend because he heard you. So he said, he never said don't wear it. So I'm just saying he do it for yourself. My man, what point of doing it for yourself? That like I, I'm not going to do a cop out like that. My thing is we're better than a black man. No disrespect to white man, but you put a white man in a suit, you put a brother in a suit. Who you think is going to make a better impression walking in the door? Come on now. That color. We got to do better. That's it. 
We have to do better. Listen to your boy KS. I'm telling you, he wasn't lying. KS said it. KS said it on Ghosts. When Ghost was on that chat, he said it. I need to find that video. I don't want to play it because I don't want nobody giving me no issues. But Ghost, we, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back with this. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Listen, I'm not, I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying that if you wear a suit, you ain't gonna get shot from the police. I'm just saying we gotta stop dressing like bums. That's it. We gotta stop dressing like bums. Seriously, that that's what I really believe. We have to stop dressing like that. So let me let me be clear. But ladies and gentlemen, I promise I'll be back. <laughs> This has been fucking great. Ghost is good to see you. Mike, you a great sport. I appreciate everybody. Shout out to Doc. Right, here we go. You definitely want to impress your potential employer in a suit. Right. 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 That's a fact. Shout out to Wakanda. I mean, so come on, man. We gotta we gotta change this. And Mike, listen to me, man. Yo, Mike, you know what you need to do? Take one of them suits and go to the tailor. Say, yo, I want, I want my shit tailored, man. I'm going to see what Nate is talking about. Go to a good tailor out there in Desert Land, wherever you at in Nevada. Tell them niggas I want my set. I want my suit tailored. And watch. I'm telling you, man, you wear a suit and look for a job, brother. They're going to be like, yo, look at this tall man. They, man, they'll hire you just on your strength. I'm telling you. So you can't say you're doing it for yourself, nigga. A suit, you don't wear a suit for yourself. You wear a suit to feel. You know I mean, you let, you let the world know, nigga. Listen, I'm lit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's why you wear nice clothes. You know what I'm saying? You wear nice clothes and make impressions. That's what it is. The end. Only black people need to work on their attire and white folks need to work on their racist ideas. I think that's fair. Mm, probably got a point there. But I don't think that we pay attention to white folks working on their racist ideals. I don't think we even care. You know what I mean? I think we care in a sense of we don't want to be you know, uh, profiled, but I don't think we care in a sense where, yo, I want y'all to make a better impression on the white man and wear the suit. No, I feel that black men just overall as a race, we just need to dress better. But yeah, I could take that. I'll run with that. You could take that one. I'll take that. So big bro, I appreciate you, man. You're a great sport, man. I love you for this one. I appreciate that. <clears throat> but yeah, seriously, big bro, you watch. Get involved into that dressing, man. Get involved into, you know, all them baggy clothes, throw them shits in the fucking garbage. If you can't throw them in the garbage, get them tailored. Go there and get them shits cut down. Wear clothes that fit your body, man. Wear clothes that fit your body. Jordans and all that shit is cool every now and then. Get involved. Wear some nice loafer shoes. Nice pair of fitted jeans. Some nice loafers. A nice shirt. You know what I'm saying? Nice watch. Nobody could tell you shit, man. You're going to feel good. You're going to feel good and you're going to look good and you're going to bring other people and, and more impressions come that way. More people going to be like, wow. So much love to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all, man. We can put a little music there. <laughs> it's for our man Mike right here, man. He was a good sport tonight, man. I appreciate everybody, man. Yeah. Little, little, little Spanish thing we put out. Y'all want to impress all these Spanish women. I think a lot of people see Spanish people like I know they about your brothers. Oh, I like my Spanish mommies. You want to make an impression, dress better. You want to make an impression on white women, dress better. You want to make an impression on white people, dress better. You want to make an impression on black people, dress better. Dress better. Best dress better. That's it. Dress better. 
So them Latin chicks see you walking in the club, they see that shit, they gonna be like this. They gonna be like, oh shit, look at this motherfucker in this suit. They love that shit, man. So niggas be telling killing me with that. They kill it. Appreciate y'all, man. Obama was president of the country and they still call, no, no, but J, listen, Jay, 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 hold on, Jay, listen, Jay, listen to me, listen to me, Jay, listen, OG, listen, <laughs> we not saying they're going to, listen, should Obama had wore crip clothes and should he had had a bandana on a do-rag on? No. As as Obama couldn't have his hair cut a certain way. Do you know? Do you know? Did you know that um, Obama couldn't have a black haircut when he was in there to, with the line? He had to have a natural hairline. What I'm saying to you is, is that you are older brother. So if you saying you own ten suits and two tuxedos that you own, right? That's what you said. So if you own that, right, we look up to you because now you are considered our OG, right? So we look up to you like, okay, that's what it's about. So you know that if you sitting in a room with Steve Harvey and Judge Mathis, all y'all niggas going to talk that shit. You and Kevin Samuels, all y'all, right? A dude like Mike, he needs to hear, we need to keep Mike focused, right? (laughs) I don't want Mike thinking, that it's okay to like fuck that. Why wear a suit? Obama wore, and they still called him a monkey. Listen, we ain't we ain't worried about Obama. What we trying to do is we trying to change the mode of the stratosphere of us black men listening to this message that Kevin Samuels is saying because he's right. And today it's been proven with the director of Black Panther that that shit don't mean nothing. The the cops was more suited up than him, and. The point of the matter is that we have to do better. That nigga could have died today. And we would have probably been like, yo, that's some racist shit. Nah, nigga. At the end of the day, you looking crazy. Trust me when I tell you, listening to Obama do a speech in a suit is a lot different than listening to Obama do a speech in a sweatsuit. It's a difference. Presentation is everything. You know that. You know, people take you more serious when you're professional. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to keep Mike on the thing. Because if Mike here, OG, he's going to be like, yeah, Nate, fuck a suit. I'm just going to fucking wear damn flip-flops and do, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so hold on. So the brother Nate answers the question. If blacks and Italians were getting along good, why couldn't Martin Luther King finish his march? Well, that's true. But at the end of the day, you got to remember, um, the blacks and Italians was getting together because they was getting money together. Martin Luther King was trying to change a world that is still becoming an issue now with this racism. So you know what they're going to do. At the end of the day, you know that the masses are going to come for the man that's keeping the peace. You know, so that's another story. But I'm bringing. I'm, you got to come back, big bro. Just make sure. I'm, I think I'll be back tomorrow. I'm probably just going to let y'all just do your own thing, man. So let's finish this topic. This is a great topic. 
But listen, Black Brothers, please. But thank you, Ghost. Please just just let Mike hear you, because when you said that part with them ten suits and them damn thing, that's I, you you that was a win for me for him, because I wanted Mike to hear that, because Mike Mike looks up to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, Obama couldn't even grow his beard. Well, you're not supposed to grow a beard as a president. You're just not supposed to have a beard. You're supposed to be clean cut. I didn't know that. You can't have a beard. David Letterman couldn't have a beard. You can't have a beard technically as a damn journalist. You just can't do that. That's just their thing. Journalism requires clean cut. It's about being clean cut. Suits are a uniform of the movers and shakers of the world. Yes, thank you, Joseph Flag. No question. <laughs> Shout out to Ghost Dead Writer. Note. He wrote it on a withdrawal slipper's name on it. <laughs> Somebody said he was like, yo, give me the money. But yo, again, though, I don't think it would have went the way it did if he had a better presentation. I think his presentation was just OD fucking, was just, I mean, come on, nigga look like a bum. <laughs> and people love it. White people do it all the time. White people are white people. We're not white. So much love to y'all. Let me get out of here, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, God. I'll hit you up. I right, much love to y'all. Have a nice night. Peace. <laughs>